Ashley is the show where we talk about video games every week. I'm mm -hmm. Ashley. I'm Nick. I'm Adam. I'm John. Why are you laughing already, John? Because of Adam's face. Started, what does that mean? He started the show off a face? just smiling deadpan at the camera. <laughs> what can I say? Very Adam. Uh, Want to say a quick thank you to Skillshare and Beachbody for sponsoring this update. We'll talk more about them in a little bit. They are helping me out a bunch right now. Um, but before we get into um, all of that, there's going to be uh, a lot we talk about this week. We're going to talk about some uh, potential Pokemon leaks that may have yes. outed a lot of the major features of the Switch Pokemon game. Uh, Cliff Blazinski's Boss, Boss Key Studios shut down. Rest in peace. Uh, Xbox just unveiled a new um, accessibility controller, which <clears throat> is pretty awesome. Um, and then also uh, the embargo is up on State of Decay too, so I can talk about that a little bit. But before all of that, Impact news and current event stock. What you guys been playing? Who's starting? You want to start? You start. Yeah, I'll start. Um, I've been playing a little bit of Smash Brothers, a little bit of Sea of Thieves. Literally nothing has changed since the last time I was on the show. Wow. It's Which been Smash like, Brothers? Uh, the Wii U one. Okay. Yeah. In preparation for the Switch one, because you know it's got to be at least kind of similar, right? You know, I feel yes, one. I mean, always, yeah. they're always a little similar. A little um, but the there was an interesting stat that just came out. The new Donkey Kong game, well, new-ish, uh, Tropical Freeze, yeah. has been out on Switch for two weeks now mm -hmm. and has already outsold lifetime Wii U sales. Man. Oh, just, Tropical, at Tropical this Freeze point, is they just need to, Oh, yeah, that came oh, out. Oh, dude, I've, not, I've been, like, totally out of it. I need to get that because I never played it You've just been you, busy you, vibrating on. with your sub pack. <laughs> I love vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> you never played Tropical Freeze? No. Incredible game. Uh, I, like, think I, I think I'd played, like, the first couple levels. So I never bought it. Oh, my God. It's... Like one of the best platforms I've ever played. Every some, some every level is its own unique idea, and if that doesn't sell you on it, then I don't know what will. Pretty. You owe it to yourself. I love Donkey Kong Country like with all my heart. What so. is your sub pack? We'll talk. We'll talk about it. We'll no, don't don't. I'm I not, want to know now. We can, we can be organic. You can talk about <clears throat> your vibrations. Um, sub pack is basically uh, it's a there's two kinds. There's one that you strap as, right? on as a backpack. One that you put to the seat back of your chair. Okay. And basically, you hook up your audio input to it, uh, and it will. Pump bass through you. It uses transducers to like a vibrate. subwoofer, like a subwoofer, but with no noise. So but the you point, wear the, it. the point is that you either wear it or you lean back into it, and you're feeling the bass as if you were at a concert. But I use it for gaming. And what? How does it add to your gaming experience? You fucking feel everything. Especially the fucking. Especially the fucking. It's crazy. <laughs> it's so awesome. Um, it gets right up inside you. I, I didn't mean to cut cut you off, Mick. I'm sorry. Uh, no, that's that's about all I've been playing. That's awesome. the real-life game of wedding preparations. Oh, yeah. Jeez. That's fun. You are a That's not a fun game. I am. Well, it's all thanks to my fiancé, so thank you, Christine. <laughs> She's been playing that game much better than I've been. I'm terrible at that game. I can't. I plan one thing, mm -hmm. and that's E3. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> that wears me out for the rest of the year. I'm very sorry, Bernie. We'll get that to you. <laughs> now, to give you guys some perspective on uh, Tropical Freeze, it's sold around 90,000 copies in its first week on sale in Japan alone, which is roughly three times what the Wii U did over its entire lifespan. Wow. Yeah. So, crazy. a lot. Yeah. So more people have switches than we used is what you're telling me. Maybe. Maybe. Wow. Yeah, well, it is, I mean, the, what did the Wii U do lifetime? 13, 14, something like that? Switch passed 17 in its first year. Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, it's no better. surprise. So it's still, it's <clears throat> that's about the the right number, Ben. Yeah, 13.56 million. 
Okay. Good yeah. job, Brady. Do you think if the Do you think if you could take just the Wii U gamepad with you, the Wii U would have been a better system? Yeah, much better. I think the yeah one of the problems was the gamepad had well like a two hour battery life max, and granted the Switch has like a three to six hour battery life, so it's not amazing. I would love to mm -hmm. see well, the, it, but the gamepad was your primary control time. mechanism for the fucking system. Right, you didn't have like it was very limited without it. You they marketed it like you could control you could hook up two gamepads, but that was kind of a pain. A second gamepad was super expensive anyway. If you could could you even get them separate? I think for the longest time, you could. I, I think yeah, we just was, had a, a second yeah. Wii U eventually because mm -hmm. from when I moved in with Bernie, and then we just had these two gamepads, and we're like, I don't know. What you we you do never now. could hook up two gamepads to one Wii U, could you? Like they said that feature was coming. They said like twice, but I, they no game ever added used something it. like that. But yeah, no one took a, no game took advantage of it, and the process. I, I seem to recall trying to get it going, and it was completely opaque. Just trying to, it, it was not worth it remotely. You know, mm -hmm. not that you can hook multiple switch screens up either. But it doesn't say that you can, so it's different. <laughs> but it's done so much better just in its first year mm. than the lifetime Wii U sales. That It's not surprising that it would have outsold it lifetime, just given the install base, but that quickly, that's something. Yeah. We keep wondering why we're getting Wii U re-releases on Switch. That's why yeah. they sell this time. They were good games the first time around, mm -hmm. but that it didn't get them played. Yep. I've said for the longest time that if they ever put Tropical Freeze on Switch, I would double dip on the game so hard, but it's like 10 bucks more than it was is when it, it is released. Is it 50 bucks? It's 60 bucks on 60 Switch. bucks? It wow. launched at 50 on Wii U. 60 bucks for a Tropical Freeze? Yeah. I mean, so, if you've never played the game, it's, it's easily worth it. But all you get, you get. Never gonna go on sale either. Here's the real question: game. Can you hook up bongos? <clears throat> Ooh, that's a question. <laughs> I don't think you. Maybe you could, but I don't think it would do anything. Yeah, probably not. Probably not. But we could try it. Could always try it. If I can find some bongos, there's bongos somewhere. RT is a big enough place. We've got bongos somewhere. Yeah, there's you know there's bongos. That's the one in controller I've not seen here. We have everything else. Bongos. Hmm. For sure. We'll ask animation. Mm. I'll bet someone in animation. Someone, got yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, uh, I dove more deeply into Pillars of Eternity too. You also started playing Persona again. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I, did. <laughs> I did. I did talk about that last week. I, I held my. Are you still my how many miles admission. you up to now? Uh, oh, I'm. Let's see. In terms of hours, um, I, I kind of got sick earlier this week, so I took a break, and I've also been having trouble with a, with my foot. So I've had, I've only done maybe three days on the treadmill, six hours, 18 miles over the last week. Not bad, not yeah. bad, not bad. You go six hours on the treadmill. No, I'm saying like, uh, I try and do two hour sessions. Oh, okay. And so, and I, I walk 3.5 miles an hour, and, but I just, I can't understand. So you three. just walk for two hours playing Persona. It's the best. You don't even see the time go by. And the best part about it too is Persona is so cutscene heavy yeah. that you'll go, okay, uh, cool, about 10 minutes left to go. I'm gonna wrap this up. And then like a 20 minute like cutscene sequence starts and you're like, hey, it's fine, I can walk for another 10 minutes. And it turns out you can. But uh, I had this problem last time I started uh, trying to train up running. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm not the spring chicken I once was. Yeah. And I was overtraining basically. I I think I got 
plantar fasciitis. That's fun. I don't know. So basically, my foot started hurting every time I put pressure on it. That's that's super good. That's yeah, yeah, which is unfortunate because that's kind generally what you do with feet is yeah. you, you you put weight on them. And uh, that's what they're there for. Right. Supposed to be. Stupid feet. Has no one told them this? Uh, Wait. You, so, sorry, I interrupted. You were playing another game. Pills are. I, were you telling me you don't want to hear about my plantar fasciitis? I, I don't want to hear about plantar fasciitis. I want to hear about the other game. Okay. Well, then I'll just do the short version. I found some nice foot stretches, and I think I'm okay this time. Great. So I started playing Pillars of Eternity too. Well, I was playing. I had started it last week. That's when it came out, but it was very early on, so I didn't want to weigh in too much. Pillars of Eternity 2, Deadfire, it's a uh, follow-on to, believe it or not, Pillars of Eternity. Hmm, <laughs> and uh, it picks up after the first game, so it is, a, uh, it is a proper sequel, but you don't have to have played the first one. If you have, you can import a save, and it will take through some of the world variables, otherwise it just lets you kind of pick from a couple things, like, what did you do? Were you a good guy? Were you a bad guy? And then it will sort of populate the the world and the different conversations where your past actions would have been brought up. Do they give you context for those choices? Or are they just like, did you side with A or B? Uh, kind of. They're like, I did good and helped people wherever possible. I was rational, firm, but fair. Or like, I was out for number one. Yeah. Or it's basically a personality thing. It doesn't say necessarily I was the baddest dude I could be, right. but just sort of what your personality would have been. Some games like Witcher, when you go to three, and if you didn't ever save from two, it asks you those questions, but it really gives you no context. It's like, hey, did you side with Vernon or Oriarvith? And you're like, I don't remember those characters. There's a <laughs> million characters in those games. <laughs> I mean, Vernon, obviously. No, Roach. I mean, Yorvith. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Roach the horse. <laughs> no, Vernon Roach is, is always, a guy. I always is your, sided with Roach. Roach is all of Geralt's Roach is every single always. one of Geralt's horses, not just one horse. Right. He has many horses. They've all been named Roach. If you didn't know. Okay, thank What's you. What's your fact for the day? Thank you. Wait, come back tomorrow. I'll give you another one. So uh, it's, it's a pretty traditional, it's a CRPG. It's very the Baldur's Gate style cool. game. So if you're... That stands for cool RPG. Yeah, it does stand for cool RPG. Right. <laughs> God damn it, John. It's the first and last time on Glitch, please. I can tell you that right now. It's uh, been fun, John. I like to, I like <laughs> to, <laughs> 10 minutes. I like to really test if people want me on their show the first time I'm on it. You know, that way I know if they ask me back, they really did want me. Mm, did we? <laughs> Was he did just one of the guys available who plays Pokemon? Maybe. Yeah. Well, look, when we get to Pokemon, that's going to be a fun discussion. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about that. But yeah, Pillars of Eternity 2 is a lot of fun if you like that kind of game. Okay. It's uh, It was crowdfunded. It's one of those kinds of games that I'm grateful for the current <coughs> variety of financial models available because things like that, like uh, Divinity Original Sin, also crowdfunded. Oh, I didn't they're know that was crowdfunded. Mm -hmm. they're, kind mm -hmm. of, they're the kind of games that would have probably a lot of trouble selling to some of the big publishers because mm -hmm. they're not super commercial these days. They're, mm -hmm. they're more of a, a niche genre. Yeah. They're a throwback to ye old RPG days. So much fun if you're into that kind of game. They feel very much like you're running through a D and D campaign, but very specific you get to see it. demographic and market. Yes, but fortunately, I'm the demographic you and are. I'm being served. You are so thanks to crowdfunding. Really enjoying it. Gonna a lot of fun. But if I had to pick right now between uh, Divinity Original Sin 2 and Pillars of Eternity 2, I'd probably 
go for Divinity because it does have co-op, and there's a definitive edition coming out in August. Man, I need I, that's like on my my short list of games to get back to. I just need to play it in co-op is the problem. So yeah, one day I gotta go back to it. Well, in mm -hmm. Gus's room, uh, Chima Hunter set up like a whole like streaming mm -hmm. setup with I think <laughs> no, a bunch tech of tech set that up. Thank I'm you sorry. very much. Tech set, tech, tech <laughs> set you, it thank up. Thank you, Ben and Hudson, for all your hard work. <laughs> and so maybe we can uh, like we can muscle in on some of that. Three months of setup. Oh fuck yeah, we can. I'll give us permission right now. Done. <laughs> See, we went through all the proper channels. There we go, right here live. Yeah, did you ever not get into life. CRPGs, Nick? No, I never really did. Um, I'm not really a huge RPG guy. Like, I was into Pokemon back in the day, and I played me some Fire Emblem, which is RPG-ish. Yeah, tactical. Um, tactical, there you go. Uh, but uh, if I may commit, sorry, not commit a sin, if I may admit to a sin. You can also commit a sin, that's fine. <laughs> uh, not, not this time. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. Whoa! Whoa, okay, well. Uh, I've never played a Final Fantasy game. <gasps> oh, thank you, John, I'm not alone. I'm sandwiched by humans. Yeah, never played a single one. You ever played Super Mario RPG? That's a good RPG. I played it for five minutes. <laughs> what? It's a great RPG. I never owned a Super Nintendo. Oh. I went from NES to 64. I, I never had the 16-bit, so there's only so much I can My do. My first Final Fantasy was an MMO. Is that, is that bad? I, I mean, I'll, I'll allow it. And then I, did, and I played 15. 15 was really good. Fifteen, I've heard great things about. It's just very pretty. Mm -hmm. It is very. It has so pretty. much character, man. I played and RuneScape. The food in it. I played yeah. RuneScape in middle school. Oh yes. All right. That's about it for RPGs for me. That's we ran down the entire list. Most of it. What's your genre? Uh, you have to say you have a gosh, genre. Um, open world games and fighting games. Open, I love open world games, but not RPGs. Right. No, I played like, Skyrim. I played Skyrim. How did I forget Skyrim? Okay. I played the crap out of Skyrim. Yeah, That's okay. a great game. That's an RPG. Yeah, yeah that, that is. But you're when you say RPG, it seems like you're thinking more Japanese RPG turn-based. Yeah, turn -based. yeah or, or like isometric. Sure. Yeah. That, that's kind of more what the I was nerdy thinking. version okay. of RPG. There, yes. there we go. There we go. Okay. I play the the filthy casual RPGs. <laughs> Same as kind. Uh, and, John. Me? Why are, we not, why are we skipping to me? I'm just curious if you play games. Do you have anything you're talking about? <laughs> why you gotta throw the yeah. shade like that, okay? No, no, I play no, video games. That's not what I meant. That's not yeah, what I no, meant. you are throwing no, shade. No, no, no. That's maybe, all I heard. Maybe a little bit. I was just giving you, do you want Do you want to talk about games you're playing or not? <laughs> um, yeah, what games am I playing? Um, so I just finished, I actually just finished Subnautica. Um, Very nice. Can you finish that game? Yes. Well, you, yeah, yeah. You can you can leave the the planet. Really? Yes. I did not wow. know there was an end objective. There's, I thought that was just a scary ass game. No, no. <laughs> there's this whole there's like basically two end objectives. The final one you can't accomplish until you finish the other big end objective because there's a like a thing that uh, uh, if you were to try to leave the planet, this thing would shoot you down. Um, so you have to like solve that problem and then you can like build your rocket and get out of there. Um, so so you've yeah. done both those objectives. Yeah. That's Sweet. fucking awesome. Took a while, but it was super how fun. Many, how many hours would you say you put into it before you... Uh, maybe not as, like a super crazy amount, like maybe 30. Oh, okay. Um, that's, that's actually less than I thought. I yeah. would have expected for everything that I hear about this game. I know Ryan's played Subnautica a lot, also really, really liked yeah. it. Yeah, it's, it's I definitely... I hundreds of hours. Yeah, I mean, you could. Um, it's because there's like there's a much more robust like base building system in there that I never really cared to divulge into. It's kind of like people who play Fallout 4 and love to spend all their time making their base. I was like, no, I want to play the, the story and get to the story and everything like that. Um, finish Subnautica. I've given up on Fortnite because I suck at it and hate it, and really? I've gone back to PUBG. <laughs> um, which PUBG's got some new updates that I hadn't played, and so that was kind of fun. Some new guns. They got Thanos in there. Um, yeah. They got Thanos and PUBG. Um, 
No, I've left Fortnite. I PUBG. hate Fortnite. It's terrible, and I'm whoa, done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is it terrible, is it terrible or are you, you terrible? Why, why do you Why do you think it's terrible? Here's why it's terrible. Um, and and actually, like, uh, yes, it is partially due to the fact that I'm not very good at it. But here's the problem: is that some games you're not good at, you can still play a lot of. Like, I'm of not that great at CS:GO, but I can jump into games and keep playing a bunch of games. Fortnite, because of how fast. You can just die, and then the rounds take forever to restart. There's a lot of time where you're like, all right, I'm playing for about five seconds. Oh, I died because someone found me because the map is really small, and it's not like big like PUBG where you can avoid people to a certain extent or like miss people. And then now I have to get out of the lobby, find a new lobby. All right, now we're in the waiting part of the lobby. All right, now we're in the party bus. All right, now we're waiting for the party bus to go where we want to land. All right, now I have to land. Okay, now I can start looting and play the game. Oh, I just died again. Cool, I'm going to start that process again. Isn't that kind of the same with PUBG, though? PUBG's just much more drawn out, I think, as far as like, Play time as far as like uh, it's just a much small slower paced style of Fortnite. Fortnite is fast paced PUBG. It's what it is. Um, Although PUBG does have uh, that the new smaller they do map, and I played that is more fast. -paced. I played that map and um, I like that better because just mainly because uh, I'm better at PUBG. So then therefore it's a lot more fun to play that version as well. Um, the desert one, right? The, the desert one's their new map, but they they have like a small island one that is Fortnite esque. Yeah, okay. the, uh, um, most of the maps are eight by eight, and they put out a four by four, so yeah. it's basically oh, wow. quarter, quarter of the size. Yeah, okay. um, so it it speeds up the mid game. Yeah, okay. and that actually should have. I think that actually went live last night. I think there was there was like a server update notice last night that it was supposed to put that map live. They had a test server, and I played the experimental server on it. Um, but yeah, so playing that, and uh, I've been back into Pokemon Go. Really? Yeah. What got you back into it? They uh, well, Andy, honestly, Andy Blanchard. Uh, Andy. But they added a bunch of stuff, including a whole set of quests to get a Mew. I got a Mew. Congratulations. Like, um, how do the quests work? It's, it's I've like, played the game since it like it's, really dropped off. Yeah, it's these research quests that um, there's like daily research ones that you get when you spin a Pokestop, and it's just like, hey, catch three of this Pokemon or make five curveball throws, and that you can turn in for just like items. And then there's the the Mew ones, which is there's eight sets of these three objectives you have to do. Once you get through those eight sets, then you get to catch a Mew, and so it's stuff like as simple as. Stuff like that, or as hard as like find a ditto, mm -hmm. uh, evolve a Magikarp, uh, win ten, uh, fight ten raids, that kind of thing. So it gets like harder and harder as you go up, um, and then once you get to the very end, then you get to catch a Mew, and I got one. And now, now I got a Mew. Now I want to do the Mewtwo one as well. Which is there is, a Mewtwo one? There's a Mewtwo one where it's it's not a set of quests. It's that you have to go to uh, raids, win the raids, and then someday down the line, some some time. Uh, Mewtwo visits uh, 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 gyms, and you will get notified if you won at that raid that Mewtwo is there, and you can go get him. Um, so the only way you can get a Mewtwo is if you raid a bunch and, like, you know, uh, like almost like take over a bunch of places around the city. And luckily, we're in Austin. There's a ton of places to raid and that kind of thing. And even if you want to go solo, you can find like Magikarp raids and Sableye raids and that kind of thing. Some stuff you can solo. So I want a Mewtwo now. It's Are they? Is, is Mew like significantly more powerful than? It could be. Mine was a pretty low-level one. He was like 1,300 uh, uh, CV or CP or whatever it is. Um, really? Yeah. You'd think be like uh, there would be a huge disparity. Right. You would think. But honestly, it's for me. It's uh, I like the finishing Pokedex. Like I'm at one. Totally. I'm at 148 of 151 for That's... for uh, Kanto. Mm -hmm. That's not bad. Uh, and. Uh, 
All I, uh, the only things I need left is, uh, is I gotta go to Japan and get a uh, Farfetch'd, and then I gotta get an Articuno and a Mewtwo. I think I went to Japan and did not get a Farfetch'd. Yeah, so did Donnie uh, on a trip. He didn't catch one either. I caught only one Mr. Mime on a trip to London, um, and then I've got a Kangaskhan from Australia. Yeah, didn't I get you that Kangaskhan? No, you definitely didn't do that, because that's not how you play the game. <laughs> right. I went to RTX <laughs> Sydney and have a Kangaskhan. <laughs> I, I, no, I remember, okay. <laughs> Never mind. I thought uh, this is all not, they're telling the not truth. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Um, so but yeah. You, you can rewrite history. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I've been playing that. Um, this is how out of the loop have been. Did they ever add trading to Pokemon? No, no. still no. You still haven't? Still no trading. That's half of what Pokemon is. Yeah, still no trading. Um, they've, they've added a bunch of stuff, but still way no trading. I think, um, man. but it's funny that you that you guys say like it's strange that you're playing Pokemon Go, but we're going to talk about Pokemon later. And mm -hmm. a lot of the rumors is that, that Go elements are going to be integrated into the game. Yeah, and that mm. that is going to be very polarizing. I think. Oh yes. See, like like this one. Listen, I loved Pokemon Go for like a month or two, but at a certain point, like I don't want to. I want to play video games on my couch. I, I don't think it'll be like, like Pokemon that. Go where it's traveling, but I think there's going to be game mechanics in Pokemon Go that are going to be implemented into the Pokemon game that you'll still play on your couch. But what? We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. All right. It's going cool. to be this, this, I, this, I, I this will be like pay, a whole breakdown. I've got, that, a, I've got a whole story. summary that it, yeah. I, you know, of, of what, it, what I, everyone's talking about. I do foresee myself playing the Harry Potter uh, Go game when yeah. that comes out. Uh, I don't. Because so. I really love Harry Potter. Yeah, I looked at the game and uh, and I read about it, and it doesn't sound like something I'm going to care for. And also, just it looks like poo. Is this the is Hogwarts the one? mystery one? Yeah. No. no, is this no, the, this just, isn't the one where no. you can the, the kid gets strangled for 20 minutes? Oh yeah, yeah, and you, you got to pay back? money to save the no. kid. <laughs> Hogwarts mystery is, a, is a separate one. There's a isn't there's a I believe there's a, a Harry Potter like but Niantic game coming out. Am I wrong? Oh, I don't know about that. No, Harry I, Potter I Wizards Unite. Right. What's that? It's Harry Potter Wizards Unite. Yeah. Apparently Wizards it is. Unite. Is it, it's by Ni Niantic? Yes, it's coming out in the later half of 2018. Yeah. Yeah. Harry, Harry Potter's gone a little bit nuts on licensing, it seems like. There's like five different mobile games. Yeah. It sucks. I hear that the, the mystery one's good, but the, the trend, microtransactions are not good. Mm. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. 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 Yeah, two separate things, but yeah. Yeah, so you've been playing but Elite. Elite. Elite Dangerous. So, like, yeah, I was trying to find games to play with my sub pack, and uh, Elite was on that list. You okay, John? Yes. Um, so you sound like you need a fix, dude. Like, yeah, I gotta feel that, no, no, that base. It's like you, you missed when you get when you get, when you get a new peripheral. Like I, I don't know. I just I want to see what use I can get out of it. And this right. is one of those things where, all right, it makes sense to have my seat shaking when I'm in a fucking spaceship. So um, if you don't know, Elite came out like three and a half years ago. It's an old ass game. It is a space simulation. It is not a space action okay. game. Is there like build features no. and like that kind of thing? So it's all fighting. This, no, uh, it's it's a space simulation. It's ima imagine a simulator. So it's flight simulator off, in space. Off, like imagine uh, this. Uh, it's a simulator of, a, of of you in a spaceship. And so it's it's like what would that situation be like? They have uh, procedurally generated the Milky Way galaxy. Uh, they're the, the, sounding more and more like I'm kind of no getting it's kind of kind of like I'm kind of getting sold on this. There is some there is some No Man's Sky stuff. So um, they've made the, their, their name for the fucking procedural generation engine. I think is called Stellar Forge, which is the dopest name good. for anything. Um, so, but okay, the game is has like the steepest learning curve ever. Um, I played this game about a year ago. 
uh, because I tried it in VR and was totally blown away, but I could not get over the learning curve. I, pay, I played 15 hours, and I was like, I still don't know what I'm doing. And I came back to it, and I was like, well... You're this really is, still in this game, Adam. <laughs> I do. I, I, the thing is, is that I don't... I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll summarize by the end, but I came back, sat down, and in VR, that is far and away the best VR experience that there is to have. Better um, than Beat Saber? It's better than anything. It's, it's, it's honestly like... The most immersive, listen, in the past week, in the past six days, I've put 30 out, 35 hours into it. Um, That's pretty good. respectable. I've, wor I've worked as much as I've played. Um, so, <laughs> Have you seen your fiancé? <laughs> she's not my fiancé. Oh, girlfriend. Uh, but she is at home, and I've seen her many times. I yes, forget who's engaged. Much. Everyone's engaged or dating or not dating. I don't know. Um, I just need you all to wear name tags. <laughs> <laughs> That's your thing. I don't um, know anymore. Wait until we get that. Uh, you, got, you, bought, you bought a house together, and so I just, I'm like, hey, they have a house together, and, and they have cats as well. <laughs> that means we're definitely engaged. I don't know. We got a cat That's, family. That's a life. You might just be roommates for all I know at this point. <laughs> um, so we... <laughs> We, uh, what am I saying, we? Me, me and Grace both <laughs> together. Um, so I, I sat down and I finally decided I was gonna get over the learning curve and to do that, I, I streamed it so I could have help from the community because that was the only way. Oh, that is definitely a good way to like, like fix being bad at a game is have an entire audience of people. It like was great. Backseat gaming. It, it, they look up stuff for you. It's honestly, it's been so, it's been fantastic. So like, it started off with me just like trying to figure out the goddamn controls because like the first. That's not good. The, well, dude, the first like 15 hours of that game is just like figuring out like how do I even how do I even do how do I even go to another system like. That's like I, half of the time I spent Subnautica, and not knowing the controls. I, I, I'm not. Apologizing for this game's, uh, <laughs> like I, I, this game's learning curve is unbelievable. But I finally started to get into it. Um, I've, you know, bounty hunted with friends. Super fun. Uh, you can go to like asteroid belts, and you'll find. And we're just doing PVE. We're not on the open. Mm -hmm. You can do open servers, private groups, or solo play. And we're doing a private group and just fighting against NPCs because apparently in open play, it's uh, it's like a playground for people that have played the game for. A 5,000 hours and want to kick your ass. And no uh, controls. But yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but flying around with a Hotas in VR with the sub pack is like, it's got to be the best experience I've had in VR ever. Well, and uh, one of the cool things about this is that you do you have the specific Hotas that's set up in the game? Yeah, so I need a picture of you in this whole setup. I'm sure you look uh, awesome. VR with Hotas. I sent, I sent a picture to Grace of me <laughs> in it, and I was like, just a reminder, you have the coolest boyfriend ever. <laughs> I need a picture of you. I need Grace to take a picture of you in the full setup at the desk, like just completely it's, doing your dude, thing. It's so, it's so good. Um, the closest so, we've got right now is, um, do we still have the, the picture from oh, last that, week that's, of that's, Adam that's, I think that's even better. Saber? Get up, oh, man, because Beat Saber was is something else. Beat Saber is like a yeah, I know what Beat Saber the is. Jedi what's your get up? VR game. So oh. with the with the sub pack, I, I got a backpack with it that you can put the sub pack into and strap it on, so like you can wear it. In Do you VR. look like a Ghostbuster? Yeah, kind of, like <laughs> kind of like a nerdy. <laughs> the Ghostbuster. The nerdiest Ghostbuster. Uh, no, I time. you could definitely draw some Ghostbuster parallels. That is really funny. Um, so in, in Elite, uh, I did some bounty hunting, super fun. I finally upgraded my ship, and by the time I got to the ship upgrade, it's probably like 20 hours into my second time learning the game, and that is, was the moment I was like, okay, I think I'm, I think I'm fully hooked. So but after my, 20 hours of investment, you started having fun. But my, uh, I'm not, listen, right, I'm not so gonna. Here's, here's the setup of, uh, of Adam here, you can see. <laughs> you look awesome. Thanks, man. You look like you're going spelunking or something, like you're going on some kind of outdoorsy adventure. 
It's pretty good, but imagine, I need, imagine I need basically to see, that with the hotel. That's what I need to see with the the visor down, everything just like uh, with like noise canceling headphones, like yes. just sensory deprivation. Yes. It's it's so good. Um, so in Elite, there's things you can do uh, like bounty hunting. Um, the game has been uh, a, like very drawn similarities between this and Euro Truck Simulator. So mm -hmm. if if you want to be a space trucker, like a lot of the game, you can spend your time just like trucking between systems. Um, I've found that just exploring is super fun and rewarding because you can fly around to different systems. And uh, to give you an idea of how big the game is, it's been out for three and a half years. Uh, it has even now like 5,000 active players at any given time. That's good. Um, and only 0.02% of the, or, or so, of the universe has been, or the galaxy has been discovered. Dang. What's the point? What's the point? What's the point what of having that big of a, of, a, of a universe? What's the point? It's because it's, it's marketing. Feels, so you, it's, can, it's, you can say that it, it all feels, that stuff is true. And it was procedurally generated, so it's fine. It's, no, it's, it's great, man. Like, like you can go to a star system and, and you can have your, half that big. You can have your name. <laughs> you can have your name on like a whole system. Be like it was discovered by John Risinger. It's fucking cool. Like, and there's and no one will ever see it. No, no one but you. <laughs> and, that's, and that's totally fine. Perfect. Like, the, there you go. The, just the simulation of being in a spaceship. And, and like how how genuine it feels to that to that experience is great. If I buy it, will you play with me? Uh, yes, but you're gonna like I would. You're gonna have to like commit to like a learning curve. That's insane. If I buy it, play it a bunch, and I'm able to like keep up, will you play with me? I'll I'll, I'll help you learn. But yeah? you really you really do like it is a learning fucking curve. You'll I'll, know I'll tell he's you, not saying I'm, yes. I'm no. telling you like when I when I first played this game, I was like, there's no way I'm ever getting over the learning curve. After 15 hours, like I don't know anything. Yeah. And and even still, I'm not over the learning curve. I've just crossed the first like hump. Okay. And I'm 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 competent enough to now play it basically. Okay. Um, and you do need a hotas. There's like no way around that. What do you mean? There's no way around that. I mean, you can use a controller. Uh, apparently, keyboard and mouse is pretty much unplayable. I have a controller. Um, controller, you could use. Uh, th there's a lot of controls in this game. Um, okay. Like, t too many controls. I'm not getting a hotas. <laughs> I think it's maybe, fine. Play I, your own peril. <laughs> I think Gus has a hotas. Maybe you can borrow his hotas. I'll borrow um, Gus's hotas. But, man, I, I can't say enough good things about that game. I can see, like, the, the complaints about that game are primarily like. People want more out of it. Like it is, mm -hmm. it is a simulation. It is a giant sandbox, and after you know, there there might not be the content that everyone wants in it. But I like, there's so much that I love about it. Just like the experience of being in space. The like, like last night I was going around and I was finding like little signals that would I would stop at, uh, and there would just be an exploded ship, and I would just salvage their cargo. And like you have a cargo scoop, and it, the process is literally like you get a little like. 2D display, and you like glide your ship over to it, and you kind of just like run your cargo scoop over it, and you pick up the item, and it's like I don't know why that's that shouldn't be fun, but the, the experience of doing it is fun. It sounds um, like really complicated Sea of Thieves in space. It's very complicated. <laughs> but there's stuff to do. But there's stuff. Yeah. But there's stuff like a really complicated yeah. Super in Smash Brothers um, in space. You can also you land on like non-atmospheric planets, which is most of the planets, or not most. I'd say like half, um, and. From there, you can get out, and you you can't walk around, but you have an, an SRV, which is like an all-terrain vehicle. Yeah. And do you have a body? You do. I should have given footage of this, but if you're playing into VR and you take your headset off and you go like this and you spin it around, you don't have a head. So <laughs> oh, like the reflection? No, like because uh, you, your oh, your head is your camera. So if you take it and you spin it around, your body does not have anything on it. Oh, oh yeah, you take your VR headset and that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but if you if you go to one of the real camp, never mind. Um, Maybe it's just bent back really back, like in the Fallout thing, where like when the someone got the camera of how that angle is when you're coming up out of the shelter, and 
it's you like looking at the sun, but if you actually take the camera away from there, the head is like snapped back and out of the way. It's really weird. You should look at that footage. And then it pops up. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, can't, I can't concept what you're telling me, so I'll have to look at it. Um, the game is very polarizing, uh, and that's clear because if you look at the, the reviews on Steam, they're 100% mixed. Mm-hmm. So it's like either, it's not either you love it or you hate it. It's like you have to be a very specific kind of person to love it. You have to want a game that feels like you're just exploring space either on your own or with friends. And is it a game you could watch Netflix while you're playing? So I've actually found a way to take a Netflix browser and drop it in the game. Uh, in VR, like yeah. picture, so, picture. So, yeah, so I'm just space trucking. I can watch like Guardians of the Galaxy. That's awesome. That, that is my jam That's right now. Is cool. if I can have a game that I can just zone out and play while watching it is Netflix. A hundred percent that game. Yes, um, I'm sold. So uh, on top of that, uh, all it took uh, was for you to want to watch something. No, instead of all while it took. Playing it? No, I was already sold on it. But I, that's it's just my jam right now. Like if you ask like what kind of games I like to play right now. I like to play games that, like, that's why I think I was playing Subnautica, was that you just kind of are just swimming around underwater, gathering resources, and I've got, like, Frasier reruns up over here, that kind of thing, you know? Um, (laughs) uh, What the fuck was I going to say? There's also something in the game called uh, Voice Attack, not in the game, something you can add on to the game. Voice Attack? So it's a that's a software that is used for, it's like voice input, basically. Is this just you screaming in your house? It's configurable to... Elite Dangerous, sorry, my Grace is just coming home, like, you're in this full get-up, you're like, I, no, I, ship, I, ship I, I told, I told ship her about stop. that, she's like, you have to fucking set that up, that's so cool, I'm like, alright, cool. So you say, uh, like, torpedo, it launches a well, torpedo? Yeah, basically, you're like, like uh, ship engaged super cruise, and then you can... It's Siri you for your can, game. You can either download a pre-made profile, or you can configure one yourself, and you can have it give you voice responses, uh, and you can use uh, speech to t- or text-to-speech uh, robot voice. But then there's another thing called HCS, which I can't remember what that stands for, but there are voice packs that have thousands and thousands of responses that are VO'd by people like William Shatner. So you can have William Shatner as your robot voice in your ship. And you can be like, uh, computer requests docking permission. And he'll be like, sure thing, I'm William Shatner. Uh, 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 or whatever. Like, there's a, there's a bunch of those voices. There's like, the, the level of immersion in that game is so fucking unreal. Do they have Maggie Smith? I don't know. I want Maggie Smith. Uh, everyone there, there's wants a list. Go to HS Voice. Look up HS Elite. Literally everyone. Everyone. Um, I want Arnold personally. He wouldn't be a there good computer go. voice, but he'd be funny. I want Jeff Goldblum. He's not there. What? Too expensive. William Shatner way cheaper than Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> not surprisingly. Um, I don't know if I recommend that game, but I can say that I'm enjoying the hell out of it. Like it, it's there's so much to it that like it's it's hard to recommend. But if but look at it. If it's something that, like, if it's something that you think might intrigue you, like, it's a good review for Steam. Just look at it. Just, just, just <laughs> at least give it, a, give it a look. Um, it's on sale on GOG right now for half off. So, oh, good. Half off being like thirty bucks. Twenty eight dollars for the the base game, the expansion, and what they're calling a season pass, which I don't know what that actually gets you, but it's thirty bucks. <laughs> it gets you the seasons. Many seasons. Summer, fall, winter, and spring. Yeah. Space season. Uh, if you have the ability to try that game in VR, try it in VR. If you don't try it in VR, you're wasting your time. Not wasting your time. I'm sorry. I should say, you're missing out a lot. So I need Hotas and VR. Or yeah, go, don't get go spend $1,000. Cool. And then you can and have some pack fun. And oh, and 15 to 20 hours, and then you can start having fun. Cool. Yeah, 15 to 20 hours, then you can figure out how to fly the ship. And Why haven't they asked you to sell this game for them? Hours. <laughs> uh, well, they've already, like, I mean, they're, 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 they, they've sold enough. It's fine. They don't need my salesmanship. Yeah. It's, it's a game. It's three years old. It's just fucking cool, man. 
Sorry. I remembered something else I've been playing. What else? I finally got Bernie to play Stardew Valley with me. Oh, wow! Yes! Oh, I finally right, did it! I finally did it! I've been trying to get him to play this game for more than a year, and they now have the co-op beta going on, on PC. On Steam, right? Yes. Sweet. So, uh, I got that, and I was like, Bernie, please, please, and he's like, fine. And we've been farming together, and we're halfway through our first spring, and we're doing great. And you know what he said to me last night? He said, we didn't farm today. And I was like, does that make you sad? And he said, yes. <laughs> and I was like, I did it! You hooked him. You got so is he, did is it. He he is he actually into it? He likes it? Yeah. At he said point, that the reason he hasn't really played it is because he feels like it's a rabbit hole for him. That It's the kind of game that you can just keep playing. Yeah. On, mm -hmm. uh, on my Switch version... I'm uh, the, like the towards the end of my third year, and if every day is what like maybe like 15 minutes, something like that. That's a very lot of hours. I'm 120 hours maybe in the Switch version. Oh, it's a lot. I'm a lot of hours into PUBG, so I can't. Uh, How many hours? N maybe not as many as some of you, but like I'm, I think I'm coming up on like 250. It's a lot, dude. It's a lot of hours. I mean, it's a lot of hours. Look, I'm and not I gonna, should be a lot better. <laughs> I'm not going to throw shade given the amount of time I spent in a lot of my air. I would imagine with co-op Stardew, you're just racing to see who can get a, a significant other faster than the other one. Please, we can hook up with each other. In the no, I would, yeah, I, would, I, would, I would be going that, and getting a boyfriend. How does that work? How does it uh, work You this? have to go through, so with co-op, there's just uh, certain things that you have to get. Gifts. In order to be able to hook up with each other. But we can still sleep in the same bed, so... That's not having sex. We're all premarital. That's, they're still sleeping together. Yeah. yeah. So he's got he's got his own cabin. You just basically you start the game. You have to build a cabin that someone can have as a co-op buddy. <clears throat> mm -hmm. But he never uses his cabin. So ah. I think it is our guest cabin. It's okay. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. It's actually really cool co-op. There's a couple of just like weird little tweaks. Uh, you don't see the same cutscenes necessarily if a cutscene triggers for one person. In this case, because I was hosting the game, there were some early game cutscenes that would trigger for me, like yeah. when Marnie brings you a pet. And yeah. he didn't see the cutscenes. He saw the pet once it existed, but he didn't see that cutscene. I was just like standing on the porch, just staring at nothing. Yeah. And the time doesn't stop. Tripping out. So in the, mm. in the single player version, if you're in a menu, if you're shopping at the store, oh, yeah. if you're in a cutscene, time stops. It does not stop. In but you also have two people working at it. Yes. So. And uh, it's pretty cool because it means that we have double the energy. So we, oh, can you get a get, lot done. we can get crops going faster. We can clear more ground. We get further in the mines. So the all that, that's pretty great. Does the fact that time doesn't stop make it feel like you're trying to speed run every day, get through it as quickly as possible? A little bit. Does Usually, it add to the stress? Uh, kind of, because in the single player, the... The menus is how I pause if mm -hmm. I need to go do something. Totally. And so knowing that I can't do that, I can't just pause the game and go look something up, means I'm like more invested mm -hmm. at every moment. But it's a lot of fun. I'm digging it. How many players is it? Fun. Up to four? Up to four. Cool, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But maybe we should just try and hook up with everyone in the town. That's what we do. We can, be, we, can be, we can be like that weird... That's not Mormons. It's... That's who not is it? That's not, that's not Mormons. Who's polygamous? That's not even polygamy. What is polygamy then? 
Polygamy is like one dude, lots of wives. Yeah. Oh. I think bigamy is true, one true. lady, lots of dudes. So you're thinking polyamory. Polyamory and polygamy are different. Yes. Interesting. Now I learned something today. Well, that's. <laughs> you gave me a Witcher fact. I gave you a oh. non-monogamous relationship fact. <laughs> <laughs> Shows our interests. <laughs> it does. Wheel. <laughs> We're learning so much. We are. I'm glad I can be absorbing this knowledge oh, with you man. guys. It's been, you know, though, it's been a lot of fun. I'm liking it. Do you guys play any? I played. I tried. I, I played I it when it first it came out and, and played a ton. Couldn't, uh, couldn't get into it. Yeah, I, I'm still trying to get into it. It's, I think the game I'm playing when I'm not playing God of War at home, basically. Okay. Um, Fair so like. I'll be laying in bed sometimes, and I'll be playing Stardew. Uh, I'm just trying to get further into the mines. There's like a couple different plot lines, I guess you could say, that I'm sort of trying to chase Advance. equally. I'm still trying to just kind of figure out what I'm doing in this game. How um, far are growing you? crops. Uh, I'm still year one. I think I'm still in spring, or I just yeah, okay, went so over the summer. Yeah, I'm, I'm early on. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of sort of systems that they don't spend a ton of time explaining to mm -hmm. you. I'm in year three, and I'm just figuring out how to get to the witch's house. Oh, wow. Wow. And so there's... This uh, game will never end. You you know, you get to the mine, and then you get you get to the bottom, you get your skull key. What do you do with the skull key? And then it's through completing other things that, oh, you can finally go to this place, and now you can use the skull key. And so there's a, there's a lot of these sort of interrelated systems. Mm -hmm. But if I can give you one tip, it's don't neglect the community center. I've been working on the community center. I just don't know how to make money. Like, I have all these resources but that I want to make stuff with. You spend, I, I, you spend a lot of time early on pretty poor. Yeah, I'm, I'm a dirt poor. <laughs> I There's, got nothing. There is, however, <laughs> a crop calculator. So you can, like... Like, in the game no, or of course, online? Okay. Of course not in the game. No, the, the game's really nice in that it's pretty minimal mm -hmm. in terms of what it surfaces to you. But people are nerds, and so there's all kinds of tools. There's, like there are farm planners. Okay. We can plan out ahead of time. Like, I'm going to have my crops <laughs> over here, and I'm going to have all my animals in my barns over mm -hmm. here, and here's going to be, like, my brewing stations, and you can sort of map out where you want to build everything up, which is kind of fun and super nerdy. But then there's also things like crop calculators, so you can go, uh, it's the fifth day of spring. What can I get the most money for if I were to plant now? Okay. That's good to know. I think just I'm just so you gonna... know, in spring, it's kale. Kale? Kale. I've got. Yes, no I do kale. know that off the top of my head, John. Yeah, good. So, how long was the tutorial learning curve for started? It's not that bad. You, not that bad. you basically not fifteen you, hours. Not 15 hours. <laughs> no, no. You go out. You you walk out of your farm the first day, and it's kind of intimidating because the farm is just totally dilapidated. Mm -hmm. And you have to clear the land. You have to get all that going. And the day ends, and you're like, "Well, shit! All I've done is cleared three trees. What mm -hmm. am I doing?" <laughs> That's basically my life. But then it, it then it opens up very slowly. It's a I don't think it's difficult to get the the gist of what's going on. No. Figuring very, out some very, of the the later stuff like once you get to the bottom of the mine and like what do you do then? <clears throat> that stuff you kind of will need to figure out, but by that point you're probably doing a bunch of other stuff anyway. It's pretty good at easing you into each of the different systems. That's good. All I know is I'm going to drop it as soon as they put Animal Crossing on Switch. Yeah. <laughs> that's the unfortunate truth for me. Well, I don't know that that's coming anytime soon. Some, uh... But you know it's coming sometime. Oh, absolutely it's coming mm -hmm. sometime. And it's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. But I think it might be a next year thing. Probably. So, we'll see. Not that. Uh, 
I have also been playing one other thing, and that is State of Decay 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I'll talk a little bit more about that because the embargo is now up. But before I do that, I would like to thank one of our sponsors, Beachbody. This episode of Glitch Please is brought to you by Beachbody On Demand. It's an easy-to-use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your living room 24-7. So no excuses for not doing it. You always have access. It's the company behind P90X, Insanity, 21 Day Fix, and more. You can get motivated by celebrity super trainers like Sean T, Jolene Johnson, Tony Horton, that one I know, and more. <laughs> and there's hundreds of workouts for all fitness levels, whether you're uh, like bodybuilding, weight training, doing cardio, um, HIIT, which I now know is high intensity interval training, and uh, yoga, which I've been doing the most of, uh, and dance workouts, it's a lot of fun. Uh, you can view on your computer or a web-enabled TV, tablet, smartphone, Whatever. Join over 1 million people currently on Beachbody On Demand. Um, I've been doing the yoga retreat because it's um, it's basically my stretching sessions because I do a lot on the treadmill, which then makes like my leg muscles pretty tight. So I've been using the yoga to help stretch myself back out. Um, every workout is 30 minutes long. You can do them like right when you get home. You can do them before bed, whenever is convenient. And there's no extra equipment that you need. Um, Consider trying Beachbody On Demand. I really want you to. It is really accessible. It's easy. Um, it's I. It's effective. It's been doing great for my stretches. You don't have to sit in traffic just to get to the gym. The gym comes to you. Uh, right now, you can get a special free trial membership when you text GLITCH to 303030. You'll get full access to the entire platform for free. That's all the workouts, nutrition information, and support totally free. And just text GLITCH to 303030. We can do yoga together. Totally. How about that on glitch, please? Well, you look, you gotta, you gotta be stretchy if you're gonna, if you're gonna fight zombies, which is also what mm -hmm. I've been doing. I don't know if you actually fight zombies. I don't know if I believe that. <laughs> Just like get into it. Uh, no, not really, unfortunately. Just you're doing State of Decay 2, right? Yeah, so uh, State of Decay 2 is coming out soon. Uh, we got some early copies from Microsoft. Uh, Gus and I did. Uh, Gus is not here right now because he's shooting something. So if you want to get Gus's thoughts on it, you'll need to check out our standalone video. But uh, I've been playing it. I didn't play the first one. Uh, Bernie was super into the first one. He played so much. Mm -hmm. Zombies are honestly a little out of my usual genre of video games. He I, loves the zombie games. He loves the zombie games. He so loves the survival games. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm more, if I'm going to play a survival game, it's usually more like along the lines of Don't Starve or Minecraft, something like that. Uh, but he liked the first one so much, I was like, I'm going to check out State of Decay 2. And because there's a lot that they've done for this one, there's now three different maps available. So you can do uh, the plateau, you can do the valley, you can do the foothills, and then each one has you know, its own, its own map, so it's gonna have its own resources, it's gonna have its own, you know, plague hearts and hordes and different uh, outposts that you can get. And it's fun. This game is so buggy. Oh yeah. no. Yeah. Oh no. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's, so it's by Undead Labs, the same, uh, same developer that made the first one. This one's published by Microsoft. They kind of, it's weird. I don't know that being published by Microsoft is going to do them a ton of favors because this is very much an indie game. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, it's priced accordingly. It's thirty bucks. Okay. 
Uh, it is that has frame rate the, accurate? Yeah, I was just going to say, is this the is this state of the two or that was like 15 is, frames a second? I don't know. A moment ago. A, this is just a this is just a video, so this is just a, okay. a trailer. Bad, I wouldn't count on that. Would you think they'd want to make it look as good as possible? Yeah, I didn't get too many frame rate drops specifically when playing. It was more. I would have weird issues with the HUD flickering. Oh no! Which That's I don't like very aggravating. much. Yeah, it's just sitting there flashing mm -hmm. at me. And uh, at one point, I was driving through an area, and all the polygons decided to stretch to the sky, <laughs> and half of the world fell out. So I could walk over it. I was just sort of walking over nothing. That's fun. Um, so there's there's a lot of bugs that way. Um, I feel like this game could have used more time in the oven. It's, it, so I, I didn't play a lot of State <clears throat> of Decay 1, but that was a complaint in State of Decay 1, was that it was a really great game, but it needed to fix a, a bunch, a, 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 a handful of core bugs, and so do you feel like just still? Obviously, you didn't play once, you can't compare it, but like this is still like pretty bogged down by bugs. Yeah, it's pretty buggy. Is it like is I it, like is it affect, does it affect your core experience? It pretty? does. Uh, I, That's I mean, the worst. Possi possibly, I'm missing a day one patch that is coming for it, yeah. and so possibly they're addressing a lot of these issues. I, I can't say yet because they don't have any patches that they would be putting out for it. I, I hope they've got one that addresses a lot of this because I feel like there's a fun game in there. It's a cool idea because you you don't play as one character. You play as a community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and if, and you're a if you get your yeah, if you get one of your characters, whoever you're controlling, killed, that's it. They're dead. Permanently? They're dead. Dang, all right. And Got some you switch over and you, you're going to play another one of your community members. Yeah. And sometimes you have to go hunt down your dude that died and get all that equipment hmm. that they had on them. Because if you've been controlling them, you probably geared them up with nice stuff that you want. It, that sounds like that uh, Zombie U game that Ubisoft put oh, out. Dude, I was just thinking that game was really good. <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. So just so you know, actually, it looks like last night a, a big patch did drop for that game uh, around midnight last night. Okay, well then I will maybe check that out and see if it's fixed some things, because some of the bugs were very frustrating. <laughs> I was also checking out some of the some of the other reviews just to see what other people had to say to see if this experience was unique to me. Maybe something had gone terribly wrong. <laughs> But it's, so far, it's been a complaint ac across the board. It was a pretty it's, big patch. It was about six gigs on PC. So. Jesus. Yeah, that's not really saying much anymore, though. It feels like every patch for everything is enormous. In order to fix the textures, we needed to redo them all. Here they are. Um, <laughs> so you said that you control multiple people, and then you have community members that you keep it up after. Is it a game that, like, if you focus on, say you have a, a person that you really like to play, and you're just going to play that person, do you have to focus on your community members? Like, do you have to go c control different people in order for them not to die or, like, fuck shit up? Like, or do they, they order themselves around and do their own shit? Without um, no, you'll, you'll find that uh, some they'll get tired after a while. So you will want to take them back to base, drop them off, let them have a nap, uh, maybe, you know, heal up, whatever. <laughs> and switch over to another character if you want to take someone out immediately and go exploring. So I wouldn't say that you have to focus on all of them, but I found that I did switch between them. Okay. And part of that is because uh, when you're just starting to play this game, there is a learning curve. Your first community is probably going to get 
pretty killed. How many elite dangerouses is it a learning curve? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's probably 1.5 elite dangerouses. Um, That's a lot. So, yeah, does... Your, so your community is like is a persistent area in the game, I'm assuming. And if you're away from your community when like a horde attacks, you you die, you lose. No, they'll. So you have the community. Let's say you moved into a house with some fences and sure. gates and stuff, and you. This, so this is your base, and you have the ability to set up different, um, like different areas as different things. So you can set up a workshop, which will let you repair and salvage weapons and mm-hmm. uh, make stuff. You can set up an infirmary, so you can create like cures for blood plague, which is a new thing in this game. Uh, you can set up a garden so you can start to develop food units. Kind of sounds a little bit like zombie survival units. tycoon. Yeah. Is it is that kind of a fair-ish yeah, thing to say? It's, like it's yeah, it's um you maybe just a little bit more wherever, simplistic because it's not gonna you're not gonna build like this whole spreading complex. Sure, sure. You're definitely limited by whatever base you're using and you can move your whole community from one yeah, on to another if you find a better site, but mm-hmm. it's it's a big process, and so it's not something to be done lightly, what, for what sure. Is... But you can do it, and you can find one that, like, maybe this place, uh, maybe you're going to move into a restaurant, and it creates food, mm-hmm. and morale, or something like this. Okay. It has bonuses for this. So different types of bases will have different bonuses, mm-hmm. and uh, then you can also have outposts. Mm-hmm. So uh, maybe I'm living in the house, but I've claimed this restaurant as an outpost and it will generate some food units at least. What? Nothing. What? Nothing. Okay. Nothing. I'm just getting faces. I'm watching. I'm listening. <laughs> That's a listening face. I Adam's like playing with his phone during the show. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> um, John would never do such a thing. No. Uh, so I'm listening to Stay to K2. That, that truck bug. One of the things about the, the last game was that the, the vehicles were super buggy. Have you ran into vehicle bugs? Um, I have not, however, the one of the developers actually came down to visit the No a few weeks ago, brought the game, we had like 90 minutes, um, there, we got a video, we basically got about like 90 minutes of gameplay, and we did have some bugs with vehicles in that. Mm. Um, <laughs> with, uh, specifically because there's also co-op in this one, which I'll get into in just a second. Um, like Bernie joined in, he got in the vehicle as well, and was just, like like flashing all over the place, and it was just this one vehicle. We got in a different vehicle, and it was okay. Mm. But this one vehicle just did not like him getting in it. Mm. What's the funniest thing you've seen in the game so far? Was there like a funny bug or? Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't a bug specifically. It was just there was a moment uh, went out at night, not a huge deal. It was fine, and then just got whomped on, very unexpected. Like turned around, and there was this. Huge! It was there. There's a couple special zombies, uh-huh. oh. and uh, it was like uh, I think it, I think it's the one they call a juggernaut. Oh, what it's it, called, it, it's, was it in the like the really big dude. fat one in the trailer? The there's so there's a uh, bloater, and it, that's like a okay. big one that will like run up to you and then kind of pop and leave this like like the boomer gas. from Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and then there's the screamer that will call a bunch of other zombies into the area. Uh-huh. Um, but I was. Just having like no big deal, doing some rummaging around, everything was fine, and then turned around, huge zombie, pulled me in pieces, and that was it. Jesus. <laughs> and I was like, well, no that, warning at all. Would you, nope, it was just that I'm very dead. Would you? I'm not would, not coming back from that. Would one. you consider this to be a scary game? Because I'm like a, I'm a wuss. 
I'm a wuss. When it comes to games. I'm a wuss. There's not jump scares. It's not jump scary. It's kind of creepy. Ten. At Are night, in particular, the zombies get extra aggressive and extra active. And so going out at night is a little bit scary and stressful. Is it, is it like, is it like, oh, if you go into this basement, you know something bad's gonna happen to this basement, so you just avoid the basement. Is, that, is there stuff like that? Because I, no, I always avoid really. those areas no. in games. Where no. it's like, oh, there's the scary sewers where scary stuff will happen. If you go in there, I'm like, I'm not gonna go in. I'll <laughs> there, avoid. There are, you'll see different areas. There's infestations where maybe a whole bunch of zombies have infested this house. Okay. And you can go and clear it out, but you know what it is going into it. And it's not scary per se, it's just, hey, there's more zombie, this is gonna be more challenging. Okay. And then there's a new thing in this game that wasn't in the first game. It's, uh, there's these plague zombies and these plague hearts. So it's a whole other level of things that you have to manage with your characters. If you get attacked by a plague zombie and you take too much damage from a plague zombie, you get this plague. And your character will then turn into a plague zombie. And that's bad. So you have to get a cure, and to do that, you have to kill a bunch of different plague zombies and get all these different samples, and then use an infirmary to create a cure for it. Uh, and if, you're, if one of your characters starts to get too far gone, you probably want to not use them. Check them into the infirmary to like stop the development of it, and then take another character to go get stuff for the Can game. you just execute them on the spot if you decide it's not worth it? Uh, you you can, take that way out? You can exile them from your community. You can exile them? Yeah, you, you kick them out into the cold. And then you They'll can probably kill come them? back and fuck you up later. It'll be just like the governor in Walking Dead. Um, yeah, I think they can hold some spoilers. grudges. Spoilers. Well, I mean, if you watch that show, you've probably seen the governor. It was like five seasons ago. Man, The Walking Dead is also one of those shows that no one has any problem spoiling, like, the night of. Just... Uh, that show like you is, go on to Twitter and it's oh, all about yeah. the spoilers. I, I'd stop watching that show, but yeah, like anytime there's a character death, they'd be like, oh man, so sad this character uh, like didn't die. And it's like a face of the character that might have not died. It sucks. Um, how, so how would you say that you're saying a lot of what sounds like micromanagey stuff, like managing plagues and keeping up with you know, yeah. food units and like the added blood plague in and... How would you say that managing is that is I'm not someone that likes to keep up with a bunch of meters and bars and like I don't want to have to worry about fucking who's sick and how I, I go going to deal with that like if I just like is that a fun mechanic? You might not like this game. Okay. Because it is it is a survival game in that regard and mm -hmm. the, your first play in particular will be really rough. Yeah. Because there's it's like what you know, what do I do to establish my first outpost? I made a mistake. I made a, I was like, hey, little coffee shop. It says it'll boost morale. And so I spent a bunch of my influence and made a coffee shop an outpost. And but that, the problem is all you have is coffee and no actual food, right? Right. And so I, I was like, well, this isn't, this isn't going to work. I eventually had to abandon it. But that's, that 300 influence that early in the game was very, very important. Mm. And if I had spent it on setting up an outpost that had food units, then I would have been way better off and my community wouldn't have starved. Hmm. But, so are, but they did. If you put bugs aside, like, obviously that's really difficult to do because it's affecting your core gameplay experience. Is it something that you see yourself playing a lot more of? It's a fun game. There is a fun game in there. I don't think I would spend the kind of time playing it that I've seen Bernie play. Mm -hmm. I would fiddle around with it, you know, to, I don't know, 
10, 15 hours maybe, and I would probably move on because it's not my core game genre. Mm -hmm. But I, you know, I can't speak for people who do go in for that. Sure. You know, that's just what what my personal preferences are. Given the bugs, I would put the game down and I would wait for patches. Do you think, mm, I, I don't, I obviously no idea, but I don't know if the, the last game ever got rid of its bugs. Maybe it worked on some of them. It never got rid of the bugs. There is a certain level of jank to right. it that, you know, on on one hand you can say it's, you know, it's, it's charm. It's an indie game. It's a, it's rough around the edges, but the the core systems are cool and, and fun and unique. And if you, so if you can Put that aside if you don't mind a little bit of jank and a couple crazy bugs because honestly pretty much every open world game is bug central S didn't stop yeah. skyrim from being hugely successful didn't oh. stop fallout from being hugely successful like bugs sometimes game breaking bugs even mm -hmm. happen in open world games yeah there is an <laughs> extra level of of jankiness here because mm -hmm. it is also indie it's a smaller development team but the systems are cool. All right. The systems are cool, but I just wish that they had given it more time before launching it because this is buggier than Mass Effect Andromeda. Damn, it's bad. Uh, last question for co-op stuff. Yes. Um, can you have one person managing like one part of the annoying bars and have the other person doing the other So stuff. basically, can you have someone do the stuff that you hate and you could- Yeah, because some people like doing that stuff. Yes. Okay. There's a, I'm kind of- I'll be your base You. Yeah. Well, when you bring someone into your game, like I would join into your game and I would bring my community. Uh -huh. Or, well, I would have access to my characters and I can switch them in your base. But I'm coming into your world. Okay, so, okay, go on. And, uh, I can't, there's, it also changes things up so I can't loot all of your resources and then fuck off back to my game and leave you with no resources. It does protect you as the host from that, which is pretty great. Uh, you get, there's some stuff that I would be able to loot and then we can exchange things and I can go back and I can check some things in that would then go back to my game. Understood. But I'm not going to be able to ruin you. So it's... So you're not going to be, you're not going to have like one base for both players that you can log on to and... Right. Okay. No, you're, 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 you're not. Right. Um, but having someone go along with you to say destroy a plague heart or get rid of infestations or go uh, hunt things down, you've then got, you know, multiple people that can be carrying rucksacks and uh, you can, you can coordinate between the two of you. You are tethered to some degree. You can only go so far away from each other. Interesting. Yeah, that's just a little weird, but I get it. Yeah, and that's a bummer. Yeah. That's a bummer. It would be nice if you could <laughs> drop in and say, like, all right, hey, you're looking after this. If you want to go off and do this thing, maybe you go scout all of the areas, is it, is and it, I'm going to go do this. You, is it like a short distance? It's it's a medium distance, but it's you're not going to be able to go across the map. Okay, it's, so like if you're at the home base, I wouldn't be able to go to the town nearby. Mm -mm. Okay, so it's like yeah. it's like a, like within <laughs> visibility, basically. Yeah, yeah it's a like it feels like a tether. Okay, that sucks. And then maybe that's something that they can expand in the future. Maybe they can release some updates to put that out. Although I'd rather they fix the bugs first. Does, uh, I said it was the last question. Does this game have <laughs> uh, like does it have anything? 
that stands out as like really unique or interesting? Like, is it, is, uh, the last game was just like a modern zombie setting. Does this game have like, uh, do you get helicopters now or like uh, you can do whatever? Like, it's basically, this is the, it's basically Steam the World. two element is that it's like we have more than one map now. Yeah. That's the the big thing. Uh, I think a lot of people who were maybe expecting State of Decay 2 to be crazily different or assuming way more advanced than State of Decay 1 are going to be disappointed by that. It is very similar to State of Decay 1 with a <clears throat> better, sort of better surfacing of information about your base, um, like better granularity and control over that. Three maps instead of one map and co-op. Gotcha. Those are, those like are the main expansion. features that... That take it above, yes. So that, that what you're seeing behind you is a visualization of the tether distance, uh, the maximum tether distance in State of Decay 2. Yeah. So it's it's pretty good, For but it's not. Meters. It's not. Yeah, leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah. It it, it means you're generally going to be sticking together. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, which would be fine if I didn't want to leave someone behind and do base management while I went and so gathered supplies for the like that would be fun yeah. to be able to totally. like, divvy up tasks. But it seems it's fine. I mean, I just. It's a limitation of some games. I know, like, Conan Exiles, if you do a private server, it has the same. You have a tether distance and stuff like that. So it's just a thing that some games do. Yeah. I, and I agree. I wish it wasn't the case. I wish it was, like, a map-wide thing. Yeah. But Is they it? they at least they acknowledged it before, you know, in uh, in the stream we did as well, where I was asking about it. Because I initially thought it was just a map-wide thing. Mm -hmm. uh, and they were like, no, you have, to, you have to be together. So they're, you know, they're at least open about that. Hopefully, people won't be buying the game expecting map-wide and then be bitterly disappointed. But people still probably will be anyway. Okay. Um, two, two more small questions. Okay. Jesus. Uh, no, no, hit me. This is, this is hopeful because yeah. sometimes my brain gets scattered and it's good to know what you want to know about it. Uh, is, the, is the map very large? Yeah, it's pretty good. It's a, each one is about town-sized. Okay, and what, what, so, you, what would you compare the map to, size-wise, for, for in like another game? Uh, is it like a, a Skyrim, or is uh, it a, it's not a Breath of the Wild, I'm assuming? No, not Breath of the Wild, not Skyrim. Each map is, gosh, what would I compare it like to? Like a, a GTA 5, yeah, GTA 4, I'd maybe? Each, each map is a couple miles by a couple miles. Okay. Um, and then you will spend... Uh, you'll get across it relatively quickly if you want to, be just because you can pick up a vehicle. Mm -hmm. the, the vehicles do have gas, so you can totally run oh, out okay. and get yourself stranded in the middle of the night, which I've done. Don't recommend <laughs> it. Um, but, so you can get across it pretty quickly if you want to. Okay. Um, do the What are the settings like in the game? So there's three. There's, uh, there's foothills, mm -hmm. there's a plateau, and there's a valley. So each one has its own layout and its own sort of di different available bases and all the different buildings that you can explore. But they're, I, I wouldn't say that they're each crazy, crazy different. They're all gonna play pretty similarly, just with a few small variations. So you do, if you're really into this game, and you know, I, I know a lot of people spent a lot of time on the first game, yeah. this way, you can do like the same but different. Okay. Yeah. The same but different. Same but different. You know, same same. I'm still like different. mildly. Different. In, I'm still a little interested in it because I did. Uh, people loved the first one. Like mm -hmm. they were crazy for it. And Joel was like one of those people that Michael loved it. Nonstop played it. So uh, yeah, it's part, got, part of me wants to hop charm. into co-op and, and try it out. 
Yeah. Well, we, we can get it installed. Um, I've got it on the Studio Xbox. We can get it installed on another Xbox because we've got a couple of spare of those, I think, can get a setup going. Cool. Yeah? Yeah. Into Dope. that. Sweet. Yeah. This episode of Glitch Please is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with more than 20,000 classes in design and photo. Just a ton of stuff, basically. Uh, premium membership gives you unlimited access so you can improve your skills, unlock new opportunities, and do the work you love. Skillshare believes in accessible learning, and the price reflects that. An annual subscription with unlimited access is less than $10 a month, making it one of the best deals you can find for online education. Try getting any kind of university textbook for that. Uh, I've really enjoyed, uh, in particular, I did some of their premiere stuff, because I do uh, some video editing for the know. I've mm -hmm. also done some of their creative writing classes. They've got like a six-day workshop. They've got a, a couple of different uh, writing exercises because I like doing that just as a hobby in my spare time. But they've got uh, they've got photography, they've got entrepreneurship stuff. They've just across the board got a ton of things. Also for like Illustrator, graphic design, uh, typography, word marks. It's pretty great. Um, and there's a bunch of different levels too. So they've got uh, great lessons for beginners, um, or if you want to brush up on certain skills that you may have forgotten a little bit, you can learn, uh, let's see, what else? Uh, music production, um, building a brand, all kinds of crazy stuff. Um, and that's all via Skillshare. And since Skillshare is sponsoring this video, the first 500 people to use the promo link that we're gonna put in the description will get their first two months free to try it out risk-free. Sign up now to receive a two-month free trial. Go to the link below to start your trial now. Don't wait, start learning today. And the first 500 people to sign up will get their first two months for free. It's pretty great. There's just so much stuff in there. Every time I go and look at the class lineup, there's something that I haven't seen before. It's always something new to learn. Always something new to learn. Like, what's happening in game news? Da -da -da -da. Out of 10 segue there. Thank you. It's been kind of a busy week for game news. A lot's been happening. The big one, we'll start with the Pokemon leaks, shall we? Sure. Because, well, that's Tell what Tell me about here. Pokemon happening. Tell Pokemon. What happened? Pokemon. <laughs> All right, so over the last couple of days, there have been some new leaks coming out about the Switch version of Pokemon that are. They're, they're tying into previous leaks and rumors that are starting to put together a pretty clear picture of what Pokemon for Switch is going to look like. First of all, it looks like it is not going to be a Gen 8, Damn. which we also mm -hmm. knew it's going to be a traditional Pokemon game as opposed to like Pokemon Coliseum or Pokemon Snap, but it's going to operate a little differently than the uh, mainline Pokemon games we've seen on 3DS. Specifically, uh, these Pokemon games are uh, supposedly called Pokemon Let's Go, mm -hmm. and there's two versions, uh, <laughs> Pikachu and Eevee. Mm -hmm. And so you can kind of see from the Let's Go where they are tying into Pokemon Go mm -hmm. for that recognizability for a lot of probably mainstream people, the people that maybe picked up Pokemon Go and had never played Pokemon before or who haven't played it in decades, because mm -hmm. it's... We're coming on. We're on 20 years now mm -hmm. for Pokemon, so it's been around a while. It's a lot of Pokemoning. It is. Sorry, going did on. you say Pikachu and Eevee? Those are the different versions. I did, yes. How the fuck do you expect me to choose between Pikachu and Eevee? Get both. That's what, what they you expect pick? you to do. Well, for, I love Pikachu. He's my best friend, but Eevee has many okay. evolutions. Okay. You can have so many Pokemon. Correct. From mm -hmm. Eevee. Uh huh. I could have a Jolteon. She can do Thunder. Vaporeon. Vaporeon does water. 
Flare you're writing the name. Flare on fire. Easy. But like, name why other ones. Jolteon, Florian, Florian, those are the important ones. Um, <laughs> Name one other one. Hold on. Florian, oh, Florian. no. You can do this. You can do this. I believe in you. Name the psychic uh, one. Dude, it's... it's Name the it's dark one. Darkion. No. Nope. <laughs> Name the ice one. Frosty. <laughs> Name the grass one. Leafion. Yes! Is it really? Yes, it really is. <laughs> it's the worst one. <laughs> That's great. Thanks. The I named another name, one. I Deal with it. Jerk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so th that's apparently the two versions. Like, a lot of people get both versions. That's that's what, insanity. Uh, I've never been bothered by a choice. Welcome before. to the Pokemon. Me neither. Tradition. I've never been bothered by a choice before, but this is making me choose between Pokemon that already exist in the universe, and I don't think that's been done before. I don't have any connection to well, like well, Red and Blue was was Charizard and Blastoise. Right. Yeah, well, but those are the first games. It wasn't, it wasn't called Pokemon Charizard, Pokemon Blastoise. Yeah. Well, I'm saying, but but those were the same games, mm -hmm. um, or the, like those were the first generation of games. Like I'm saying, like every generation of games has moved forward. And it's been like, oh, you're gonna get this legendary or this legendary. Right. It's never gone back to the old pool and be like, you remember you remember Squirtle? You're never gonna get him if you go with this version. This is the first time they've done that, I think. So it's never really made a difference to me. I just pick whatever one looks. So, but so in you're the red and blue, you didn't. You could pick whatever starter you wanted. Well, that's that's not what I'm saying. Starter as opposed to legendary. This is what I'm saying is like because each version has its own legendary. Right. So he's saying that you. So you're assuming you're taken away. You're assuming that if you got if you got Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu, Eevee, you would never get a Pikachu unless I trade with someone with a Pikachu. And I'm gonna assume. Well, you're assuming that's what they're gonna do. That's what they've done in every other game. Like every time there's except for Red and Blue. Right. Yeah. Like, like yellow, you just got the one Pikachu. Like uh, X and Y, you can only get the one legendary of the of the X. I can't remember their names. Well, they actually said Yveltal. The, the, right. The rumor is that this might be a a remastering of Pokemon Yellow. Or a uh, which not, gave you not, no choice. Almost like not quite a yeah, reboot. Yeah, you got Pikachu. Almost like a like a yeah like reboot, revisiting, retelling of Yellow yeah. from mm -hmm. uh, the point of view of different of. A different different trainers yeah. of so the, the revolted Pokemon. So the char other characters from Yellow are in it, but you are a new trainer. It's all rumors. It's, okay. Yes, all this right. is again. Uh, we can supposedly expect a proper reveal ahead of E3. That's what did fun. you just do, Adam? My knee hurt. Did you I hurt popped yourself? my knee very bad. Uh, it's fine. The thing that I'm really interested to see how it actually uh, you know unveils itself as to what they're actually going to do is the rumors about the Pokemon Go integration. <laughs> I can do it too. Um, where they think that they'll add uh, the way you catch Pokemon in Pokemon Go into how the game will work, and that there will actually be like Pokemon Bowl, Pokemon like Pokeball action and choices, and then even that there might be a chance that instead of random encounters in grass, the Pokemon will pop up as you as you search through the world as you do in Pokemon. Go. You know, Pokemon See, Go. Okay. That's the rumor that I'm a little iffy on. Um, like, I'm all in favor like you're not, of... You're not sure that it's credible or you're not sure that you'd like it? Not sure that I would like it. Just if it's literally Pokemon Go. I suck at Pokemon Go. I can't tell you how many Pokeballs I miss. I don't want to spend all my money on Pokeballs just to miss Well, they them. wouldn't be able to do it the exact way Poke Pokemon Go works because it's not touch-based. Yeah, but imagine, well, imagine doing that actually with a joystick, though. Yeah, but that would suck. Switch my, does have a touchscreen. You could also take off oh, the Joy-Con so and go like this. It could be yeah. But then you're not yeah. sure like how they would handle it in docked mode, where yeah. you don't have access that's to the touch. I, 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 like, I would, that's what I assume is like it has to work without it. you having the screen. Probably. Maybe it's just going to be two meters that you tap at one end. Yeah, it might be that. 
Like Mario Golf? Like any of those fucking <laughs> batting games or whatever. Yeah. yeah. You know, golf, that batting game. I was going to say baseball. <laughs> baseball is a batting game. Take they have bats in them. Golf bat. Batman, uh, look, golf can be game. a batting game depending on how you approach it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah go play Golf Story and come back to me. Cool. <laughs> Which is also a great game. Yeah. On the other hand, though, I am in favor of like immersing myself more into the world of Pokemon. So if there's a little bit more interaction with how I use the Pokeball, in theory, I could get behind that. Um, it's just at its core, Pokemon is an RPG. It is very menu based. So at some point, you've got to be like, okay, maybe this is this is stop. This is no longer a Pokemon. Would you? Pokemon. Well, they got to think about like you're talking about. It's 20 years, and they've been really trying to continue to get people to play these games, mm-hmm. and they will get people to play them. But I gotta say, the last one. Uh, uh, was boring. I'm in the I'm in the same boat. Like they 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 rehashed the same formula over and over and over, and I'm ready for something different. Yeah, I actually didn't finish the last game because I got so bored. Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun, Ultra Moon. Sun and Moon. I didn't finish Sun and Moon mm. because I, I I bought it and I played it, and then like the pacing was so slow and there was nothing new. I was like. I just can't even get myself excited to want to play this, so I'm not going to finish it. Uh, I, would, I bought I would, it. I would disagree <laughs> sure. yeah. that there wasn't anything new. I feel like Sun and Moon did uh, a lot of things. They they tweaked and refined a lot of the different Pokemon systems, and I think they did a great job with it. I disagree. Can, can, All right. Refresh <laughs> my, my memory on Pokemon Go. Pokemon Go, when you when you do you fight with Pokemon in that game? No. Well, you can. Yes. In, but in you, raid. And, do you, do you and, tap the Pokemon to make them do actions? Yeah. That's so is that is that something that is going to, like, are we going to have a more, less turn-based Pokemon? I don't know. Is, is I mean, a, there's, it's, it's, all, it's all, like, rumors of, like, what they're going to do, but I, I think it it's... It becomes Pokemon. Yeah, the, right. well, and a lot of this is <laughs> yeah. speculation because the, the, the leak or the rumor suggests there will be um, some kind of Pokemon Go-like integration. Because it's in the name. And, and they the, assume that the, the I mean, you got to think, like, the success of Pokemon Go and how much that brought Pokemon into a lot of people's lives who didn't play it. If they can, like, get people to go, like, hey, remember how you like that app? The next game is like that, too, a little bit. Want to play the game? And now to get a new like, audience. Like, you, you're not going to feel lost. You're going to get it. It's funny. Back when I when I played Pokemon Go, I was like, if the next Pokemon game comes out and it doesn't have these features, I'm going to be mad. Now if it has this much stuff. Like, I don't want to walk around. Um, well, but you got to think... imagine, like, a, a very young generation that's playing Pokemon and, like, that oh, that plays Pokemon Go. And that's like that was like their introduction to Pokemon. I get games. it. I and totally they'll, they'll jump the into branding. this like crazy. Mm-hmm. Totally understand the branding. Um, so, d- are they talking about like a more active Pokemon battle system? It's really just like title sure. rumors, logo rumors. Yeah. That so this is where it starts to become speculation okay. yeah. mm-hmm. on our part. Like, what would a what would a Pokemon Go like integration? I hadn't even thought about the whole like Pokemon pop-up option of that kind of thing. And as someone who has played Pokemon games for 20 years and has had to like just go back and forth and grasp to find this one fucking rare Pokemon, Mm -hmm. if like there was just a place and I could just walk around and wait for him to pop up and that's where I can go get him, like please do that. I'm so tired of of that mechanic every single time. Every tall grass. Yeah, is that I? And then it's like, oh, another Rattata. Okay, either kill him or run away. Oh, another Rattata. It's like that is annoying. If I can just see a bunch of Rattatas, be like, I'm not going to attack you, and I'm going to wait till the guy that I need. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. I could. Yeah, I I can. I can see why why you would like that. I I would like a more active battle system. Something that like, if we're fighting each other at work, there's more skill involved than just like how leveled up are you. Like there is there is like instead of. The randomness of like a dodge or something like that, you can actually do something to cause a right. dodge. Yeah. And that kind of thing. Like it would be Pokemon, like you said. Or yeah. in but like Pokemon Go where you way. build up to a move. Right. 
This is dreaming really big here, <clears throat> and I do not expect this from uh, Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee at all. But someday, wouldn't it be cool if it was just like a straight up open, open world Pokemon? Like literally Breath of the Wild, but it's Pokemon. Yeah, Instead but, of like, like, but, like, linear but you, mean, you mean actual yeah, 3D yeah, exactly. and not like top down view? Well, and imagine or... being able to have all the different uh, like regions that you can travel to. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be awesome. Uh, that's what I was kind of hoping. Dreaming really big, be, here, but, it's not but be that. that's the goal, the hope. <laughs> <dream. laughs> so, I know, I've been told. Uh, my uncle works at Nintendo. He told me not <laughs> Sucks. Works at Game Freak. Um, they, they, is there any speculation on like multiplayer integration for this? Don't know. Don't know what that's going to look like. That'd be cool if, if they if they put in like like if it is Go related, maybe they put in some multiplayer aspects where you could actually be in the same world with someone else. Well, no, it's that'd also worth noting. Yeah, that'd be pretty dope. But it is worth noting that Nintendo manufactured that you know that little Pokemon Go thing, like the little like the little, pedometer thing. Yeah, the pedometer. Was yeah, yeah, thing. Just uh, that would then it would Pokemon like, Go Plus. There right? we go, that's, and then it would. Uh, right. Oh, that thing. That it would thing. alert you when you're near a Pokemon in the mm -hmm. real world. So there is another thing, thing to speculate about. There, would they be able to do anything with that or something like that for? The Switch game. I mean, I they would, could do it with the eggs kind of thing. I would not put it past them. They did that. They had that little Pokeball that was a, a pedometer. For the, came with the a, DS game. Yeah, one, Gold Soul Silver. Yeah, I have one of those. And, like, wouldn't you want to wear one of those around on your belt every day because you look fucking cool? Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, I could totally see them doing that. Yeah, and, you know, Nintendo's always had that that additional thing as well where they're like, how can we... How can we help people be healthy? Also, or you know, they they did like We Fit. They mm -hmm. did. Um, God, I remember way back in the day. It was uh, it was Game Boy. This was actually one of the earlier titles the, that uh, Kojima worked on. I think. Yeah, it was. Uh, the Baktai. Baktai. Yeah, there we yeah. Go, where you'd have to charge your cartridge <laughs> with sun, uh, and so like go outside. Yeah. You know, and then or things... turn on your desk lamp. And it's Shh. the same thing. <laughs> uh, you know, and then like with Pokemon Go, that it was obviously that was Niantic, but mm -hmm. uh, that. People were out and active, and Nintendo does like to seem to do those sort of quality of life and fun I, and fun but healthy sort of balances. So I wonder if they would somehow reward you. Because well, I'll bet they out. will. Just I want, because I, Switch is portable too, yeah. so oh. it'd be a really missed opportunity. It'd, it'd be it'd be cool to get some of the stuff we're missing from like Street Pass back. Oh, I miss Street Pass. I miss it too. Yeah. I Oddly miss enough, it so I much. I shouldn't. Like, I don't care about it that much, but I miss Plus, my puzzle pieces. Plus, it was a killer on battery. Yes, murder the battery. Plus, I'd complete. I'd get all the puzzles complete, and then they just add another one, and they, they, I went they, from 100 to not 100. They need to. They needed to. Uh, to let you bank more. If they ever bring back Street Pass, we need to be able to bank more. You people. do need to bank more. Because that was what a limit more than 10. 10. Yeah, yeah, 10 is unbelievably yeah. low. Like when we go to like conventions. Yeah, it's like, okay, I'm here for that. about three oh. seconds and I have 11. Yeah, so what does the ideal Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee look like? I think all those things that, that I was saying, but like. <laughs> all my ideas, the best <laughs> ones. <laughs> Right. Uh, more, some more active battle system that's, yeah. where yeah. you can uh, use controls, either touch controls or controls to some to I, perform yeah. moves they in need, addition to just selecting from a menu. Yeah, the yeah. best way to put it, I think, is they need to take away the things that have been in the game forever that are the things you have to do on repeat constantly that make you not want to play the game anymore, like the going around in grass a whole bunch and that kind of thing, um, like just spamming the, the buttons over and over again to hit the same move over and over again. That like 
you're you're over that. I need to have more fun with these mechanics. So, like active fighting mode or having I didn't touch you. I just motioned towards you. To... He's offended all the same. <laughs> um, or uh, some sort of new way of actually catching Pokemon that like will make me want to play the game more because I, it's fun to find new Pokemon and to see the new art and that kind of thing. But the mechanics haven't changed really that much. Um, so the game still becomes that repetition that I have done mm-hmm. for seven generations now. Yeah, and it's also it's it is just the same game with new Pokemon. Like right. So don't do that. Yeah. Do add add new mechanics that like actually I, make it more of an active environment. I think if it's going to be a more go like experience, I think we could probably expect to see more some more multiplayer centric ideas. That'd in the be game. fun. Um, something that will trading maybe well beyond like, trading like yeah. it, I think beyond that because the yeah. trading's been in the games for well, forever. I think they need to add some more systems that aren't just like like if they add some sort of in-game economy that like people could contribute to that is outside of just like getting the 150 or whatever Pokemon that are in the game adding like something aside from the Pokemon uh, to the game would would be a worthwhile addition. Something interesting they could also add is like, kind of like, again, if we're speculating that Pokemon Go is being integrated into this, is the idea of events. And and uh, uh, that's what Pokemon Go has done a lot to get people to come back to play the game, is that they have events and special uh, circumstances that happen where certain Pokemon are available to catch. Um, Stop. Or that... Uh, <laughs> is that the noise he's been making? That's, he's been he's been tapping this against the table. The audio, audio. Yeah, yeah, fidgety, He's, sorry. Adam's a fidgeter. I'm a fidgeter. Uh, but should, we, should we get you a fidget spinner? No, God. <laughs> but, like, you know, n- not every game they bring out for Pokemon is you can get every single Pokemon there is that's mm-hmm. been prior. But if they did events like, oh, we're going to have, like, the legendary dogs. You can get Entei during this event, during this weekend, if you play Pokemon Pikachu, let's go. I would go, still be behind that. Yeah. Having a, the events and stuff, as opposed to just, like, the little card you get at GameStop, which yeah. is... That that's on the one hand that's kind of interesting because of the timed exclusivity or whatever, but it's it's just redeeming a code, make it more interesting, Dude, like yeah. having to chase the dogs around and stuff. What if they had in-game tournaments where they would happen like once a month, and you'd have to like go to qualifiers in-game, and then everyone would converge on this tournament, and you'd be able to watch the tournament live in-game or participate in it. And you I can't would... get over how you're saying tournament. Tournament. <laughs> and it would be so much fun. I keep hearing tournament. He's saying tournament. Say tournament. Tournament. I'm saying tournament. I'm saying tournament. I'm saying tournament. <laughs> Tournament. I think. Quartament. I think for these games. Portipus. Portipus. <laughs> that's not even turtles. Close to the same thing. Can swim. Tortoises can. Now we're talking about something different entirely. Uh, I think. I think I would want the game to um, venture out, make new Pokemon, but at the same time have all the ones that I remember. I want it to be a new world. But one that's nostalgic. Make it the they exact to, same, but completely different. You but, you're a, but you're a demographic that just wants nostalgia. <laughs> Yeah, no, just make it exactly the same as I remember it, but make it different. But you, you That's what I want. <laughs> no, um, I, I think, like I said, if we're dreaming big, something like really open world, um, in all seriousness, no, in all seriousness, though, um, take like some core mechanic of it and put a new spin on it. Why not? This is, from the title, it sounds like it's a spin-off anyway, right? You're not treating it as Gen 8. It's not going to be um, a complete betrayal of the hardcore. So if this takes off, cool. If not... Oh well, you tried. Um, so, like talking about the battles and stuff, I think that'd be a great place to do it. Yeah. And uh, as far as the exploration goes, that's where like the Breath of the Wild style open world could come in. I'm not expecting 
that uh, twist to come in the open world, but I do think from the rumors it's going to come in the form of the battles. I would I would like to see a different perspective as well. Story-wise, what if you were the villain this time? I've been wanting you've that been, for forever. I want to be able to join no, Team like, Rocket. What if you were the guy that went and like, stole Pokemon from people and that kind of thing? You're stealing Pokemon from their families in the wild, which is you know pretty evil. I know, but like, what if you were like the team? <laughs> I get it. Animal cruelty is uh, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've never... The story, again, has or never Or a prequel. Been, what if you were being Professor Oak? Has the story... Hey, what if the story of Professor Oak? The story... They haven't really... To me, the stories have never been interesting. Really. Like the first time... It was they were pretty, kind of interesting pretty, in the first ones, novel. but, like, the, they got so G-rated in the newer ones. Like, there's, there's no sense of stakes. Sun and Moon, also, evil. the stories were, like, unskippable and long, and the dialogue took... It was a lot. Took, of it, was a lot. It, it was better was than the, an X and Y. No. X and Y, no? I played through all the way and did not feel like... I was like... Stop having these conversations. I've played for about five seconds, and now I'm in another, like, cutscene. Remember the romance scene in X and Y? I don't remember. Which is the one that got shot the, the fireworks and stuff? Which is the it's one this romance the... thing that's hinted at once and is never touched again. I must have missed that. Which remember when Dr. Octopus showed up at the end? Which Sorry. I remember that. Which game got rid of gyms? Was it X or was it Sun and Moon? Sun and Moon. Yeah, Sun yeah Moon. that was a nightmare. Sun and Moon was, like, the... the, the, the tribe leaders or something? Yeah, and you, like, went to the, like, uh, it was a low, a low, a, a, Alolan? Alolan, yeah. <laughs> Something like, it was like Aloha, but not that. Yeah. It's yeah. a word play. Anyways, Pokemon's cool. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, another interesting thing happened this week. Actually, it happened just uh, overnight. Uh, Xbox has announced a new controller. Yeah. Specifically, it's called the Xbox Adapt Adaptive Controller. And I find this really interesting. It's mm -hmm. an accessibility controller for disabled gamers. Mm -hmm. I love it. And it's pretty cool. It's um, it's going to be coming out uh, later this year. Uh, and then you can plug sort of like different things into it mm -hmm. depending on what you need. Yeah, so the, a I bunch of wonderful. peripherals are available. Yeah, and I, you know, I, I looked at it initially and I was like, wow, that looks like it looks so small until you see it with other stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's actually, it's really big. Uh, and then the so those two larger buttons are programmable. Are, they, are those buttons simply buttons or are they like... Trackpads that you can like dip on. I was direction. wondering about that because they, they look like they would be. They look like touch sensitive. Yeah. Yeah, like like just... you could treat it sort of like the the Steam controller. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what it looked like to me, but I'm assuming that's not the case. I hope they worked better than the Steam controller. That. It's yeah. really cool to see a company like putting resources into like such like it's 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 important, but no one's really done this in the past. No one's no one's yeah. taken a bunch of resources and poured it into like accessibility for. Gamers that don't have the same means as everyone else. I think but, it's awesome. And one of the cool things about it too is, um, I'll see if I can find the exact quote. Uh, but basically, Phil Spencer was like, "Anyone who wants to use this technology, do it." Yep, he says, like, "Doesn't even have to have Xbox on it." Yeah, like it just if if you can take stuff and make it for your own platforms, whatever. This isn't like a this isn't a console war thing. This is just a thing that we think. It should be available to gamers. So by all means, take and use this technology and make stuff for other platforms because it's important for mm -hmm. gamers. I think that's cool. He's a stand-up dude. Yeah, it's great. Phil Spencer is the homie. <laughs> Phil Spencer, <laughs> the homie. Now, he really has done a great job, though, with all of this. And um, they're, um, I believe they're going to have more details about this probably coming up at E3 where they'll be able to share more about exactly how um, all the different scenarios can work, but just that there are creating so many like tool sets with this controller for all these different needs. Mm -hmm. That's gonna be really tough to to tackle. So, do those those attachments that they're using is that part of the like? Are, is Microsoft selling those? Or are they just selling the main box? 
I think they're selling those too. I think okay. the, peripheral the main box is what ninety nine dollars, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's what's cool to me is that this goes beyond just accessibility, which is an awesome like feature in and of itself. But just think of all the setups you can make. You could make your uh, um, uh, the game you were talking about. I already forgot Elite what it's called. Dangerous. Elite Dangerous. You could have an Elite Dangerous type immersive scenario for like That's all kinds setup. of games. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So the um, the other. The other things, there's like external devices. The other things, they are sold separately. Okay, but Microsoft is selling them? They're made by third party. Third party, companies. okay. Yeah. That's good. For no, me. so you may be able to get, yeah, different different companies creating uh, different utilities for different games depending on what specific needs are. Um, or different companies who specialize in uh, different types of tech and hardware being able to create new, uh, basically plugins for the adaptive controller. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. And those plugins use just like audio jack ports, don't they? Yeah, I mean that's what it's. It's like a 3.5 millimeter. millimeter. Yeah. What happens if you try to listen to the controller? You don't want to hear what it has to say. Yeah, it'll say Laurel or. Oh yeah. come on! <laughs> How topical, right? You're welcome. Oh, man. Thanks for the chuckle control room. I appreciate I it. I hate it. Uh, what do you hear, by the way? Uh, Laurel. See, I shouldn't even give into this. I don't hear anything. <laughs> it's nothing. Nothing plays. What are you hearing, John? I'm not playing this game. There you go. Thank I you. I hear what I listen Thanks for. Being for mostly. Than me. I'm not. Per I'm not I, mean, I heard Yanny the first time, and ever since I've heard Laurel. Well then. I got to Supposedly, it has something to do with um, the bass. <laughs> yeah, adjusting it. What? Whatever. We could talk about it forever. I said to sneeze, and he put you his hands. You should not let me and Adam sit next to each other if I'm ever on the show again. <laughs> I will keep that in mind. Also, something to note with the controller, uh, it supports Copilot, so you can sync it to a regular controller. That's right. Yeah. And someone can play alongside you. So oh, that's yeah. great. Someone can control the movement if they want, while like someone else is playing, like the you know the more action-oriented stuff. Like, which sounds like a fun thing to do anyway, splitting up like one character between two players. Yeah, you almost do Let's Plays based on did that. You ever, um, did. did you ever? Did. <laughs> What's that <laughs> like? <laughs> did you ever play Brothers? Uh, no, I didn't. So the, it was the I, game. I think you know the game, the the Prison Break one, right? No, yeah, the it's, same, it's by same that guy. Same developer. That's uh, nice. yeah, right. it's it's by that guy, but it's I'm doing my uh, brothers. It was an <laughs> Xbox 360 <laughs> arcade game. I think it okay. came out for other platforms as well. Oh, but you you it was two brothers, and uh -huh. you had one thumbstick right. would control one brother, and the other thumbstick would control the other brother. Oh, okay. So through the whole game, you're controlling two characters with the two thumbsticks. And it was just such a unique way of controlling it. You could take, like, if you were really committed to co-op, you could each take mm -hmm. half of a controller yeah. and then, like, play along. And honestly, that would probably make the game a lot easier. Because trying <laughs> to bet. control two people is a bit mind-bendy. Back in the day, um, me and my friend who grew up together and, like, the, probably the, the game we played the most was the Halo series. Mm -hmm. uh, during, like, Halo 3, we got bored of just playing it normally and we would just sit there and, like, one of us would be moving, one of us would be the Like, one, we would each take a half of the controller and go online and play multiplayer and not do half that. Like, we just, like, we spent that much time playing together that it was, like, pretty That's easy fun. to sync up. Uh, you guys could control one of those... Uh uh, big Pacific Rim Jaegers together. Yes, we're, yeah, we're, we're are you, are you trips compatible? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we used to do the same thing with Mario Kart with my my friends um, up in Denton. Oh yeah. And uh, it would be like one person steers and uh, does the items. The other person is the gas brakes and drifting. Some 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 games works pretty well actually. Splitting, splitting the controller in some time. games is a is a goddamn nightmare. It mm -hmm. is a god we uh, in most games. We did co-op with split controls, but we <laughs> no. but we hooked up. Um, Hooked up a 
a driving, what is that called, a steering wheel and pedals to it. And, oh, and yes. So we played quad with a shifter and pedals and the steering wheel, and we split that up. Oh, man. Man, that was a fucking goddamn nightmare. We got, uh, I think it's 100 <laughs> meters to win, and we got to, I think, we either beat it or we got to 50, and then we lost the footage, and then we had to do it all over again. And we're like, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> Such a guy. But by then you had so much practice. No. Oh man. So this is you guys this is like playing, there? trying to play this yeah. game with oh goodness. Oh so close. <laughs> oh look at you do. Look at you go. Sorry. Oh, see you got the rhythm. Oh, oh. That was her best at the time. Oh. Oh. Oh no. And it's done. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty good. 14 meters. You Soul did, jerking. You did so <laughs> good at the walking. Thanks. Real fast. Uh, next up in news, Boss Key. Ooh. Cliff Blazinski's game development studio is officially shut down. It was announced earlier this week. Uh, Cliff Blazinski posted it on Twitter, just saying, as of now, uh, Boss Key Studios is uh, effectively no more. Uh, this is a studio that put out Lawbreakers, which was a troubled release. Um, you know, um, Cliffy B. He worked on a lot of really, really big games for mm -hmm. Epic. I mean, yeah. he, you know, he started off back in the day, he worked on Unreal Tournament, then he was probably best known as the Gears of War guy. I, I know him as the Jazz Jackrabbit guy. Ja mm -hmm. and yes, yeah, Jazz Jackrabbit, that's the first game. Um, but uh, he, he retired from Epic after the Gears of War games, and then sort of came out of retirement, started his own studio, Bosky, and they made Lawbreakers. And when that game came out, it was... A little humbling for him. Just it, it, it never passed. I think eight thousand concurrence. It launched something like that. It dropped off really quick. It, it I, I, dropped I gotta... off really quickly. It was a it was a hero arena shooter. Mm -hmm. So it the the play felt a lot like like an Unreal Tournament, something like that. But then it had the hero characters like Overwatch. an Overwatch, Overwatch yeah. and just given how dominant Overwatch is in that field, it was. It was just, it was too late was it, and well, too similar. Is that really like, I, I didn't play a lot of it, but I didn't really recognize it as a bad game. It wasn't a bad game. I, I reckon, like, it was People like. great things about th it. There was some, no it. like, it fantastic just, movement. The characters were really unique. The art design was fantastic. Like, was it really just that Overwatch had just come out and, like, they're just not, no one wanted to, to part, like, to, like, Probably. Part Overwatch? Well, and that it. it it's, it's fucking rough, It dude. didn't seem to get a lot of traction. Yeah. With, you know how sometimes a game will come out and. Uh, it doesn't have a huge launch, but then word of mouth just right. keeps going. I would argue that that's exactly what happened with PUBG. Yeah. It came out. It was, you know, it it had, you know, Brendan Green's name behind it, and people from uh, from playing his previous mods would have been like, yeah, cool, and they would have been the seed. But, you know, that was it was developed by Bluehole. They didn't have a huge marketing budget. It just hit hit early access. Some people started playing it, probably that hardcore seed crowd. And then word of mouth just kept going and it built this huge momentum. And a lot of the the like media traction was, holy shit, this just hit a new milestone. And then that would just create that much more momentum. It was just this positive upward cycle, and Lawbreakers never got that. Yeah, it didn't seem like that game had a lot of marketing either. It's a, it's kind of a shame because that was a, I don't, I don't want to say it was a damn good game, but it seemed like a polished, it was a perfectly acceptable game, a polished, mm -hmm. like look good looking game. Yeah, but it then, was, it was very hard for them. 
uh, with that, and they most recently put out in what they called extreme early access, Radical Heights, which was um, kind of another another follow-on for a now popular genre. Thing to call extreme Radical early Heights. access, uh, yeah, just because it's so early access, it will it's never come out. Did, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, I. Did, uh, I was reading that that game had micro, the Radical Heights had microtransactions before buildings had textures. Yes, um, that that was a bit of a joke about it, but you can now see why that is. That they, they put it money. out extreme early access, you know, they were like basically rushing the process. I assume just to get the funds to keep the doors open. Yeah. Uh, and then, well, you know, I heard also great things about Radical Heights. They're not for everyone, mm -hmm. but that it had, you know, it had like that sort of like over the top 80s, yeah, like that BMX aesthetic, and it was a like very fun, very unique that way, um, and did some cool things with the battle royale genre. Did I say MOBA earlier? No, no. I don't think you did. Okay, I'm an idiot. My brain <laughs> doesn't work. But uh, so it did some fun things with the battle royale genre, and it w wasn't enough. Yeah, that's a shame. I. Obviously, Gears of War is a damn good game and good series, and I'm I'm sad to see a whole studio get shut down. But I don't know. Do you think Do you think Cliffy B will come back and make games one day? He he kind of announced that he's just taking some time for himself. And yeah, his family. I I mean, because he the thing is he already retired once. Yeah, came out of retirement to you know this his Phoenix rising from the ashes. Marcus Phoenix rising. Except uh, oh wow, what's up, dude? <laughs> um, except then it didn't go great. Um, I think it's going to depend at this point probably mostly on how he's set up financially. <clears throat> if he's got the money to just stay retired, he would probably stay retired. Mm -hmm. um, if he needs to make that dollar to make that living, then we'll see him back. Yeah, the thing is, like with Gears of War, that was such a trend-setting game and so it kind of led the charge on like really making third-person cover-based shooters such yes. a big genre and then you look at Radical Heights you look at Lawbreakers and it's hard to say that they don't feel a little bit derivative there are, of what there else is popular at the time not even a little bit it's, it's 100 percent <laughs> derivative he's chasing like the the, the dragon that's happening right now mm -hmm. yeah is that the, that's the phrase chasing the sure dragon? it is now is that about weed <laughs> I think it's heroin heroin not cool how did you even know that? Uh, Don't worry about it. Um, He's just Googling. He's the man in the chair. He's got it. It is really it's a difficult thing for game development, right? Given usual game development timelines, like Fortnite Battle Royale is an extreme exception where they mm -hmm. were able to pivot their entire game yes. in a matter of months. Mm -hmm. That very, very rarely is possible. Usually, you know, just like adding a feature can take months. Game Developing a game takes years, and if you're if you start trying to develop something that is hot now, by the time your game gets out, it's not yeah, the that, flavor of the month anymore. Yeah, that, or so it's going so to be so oversaturated that you're just white noise, yeah, the, which right. is and kind that, of what so happens with every genre. MMOs, like MMO, MOBA, MMOs, MOBAs, MOBAs. hero shooters now, like Pal isn't Paladins coming out? Horde mode, like battle royale, game like, modes yeah. were like that. Yeah, like Gears of War created Horde mode, didn't it? Yeah, uh -huh. and yeah. then suddenly everything had Horde mode. Well, mm -hmm. it definitely seemed like he had a lot of unique ideas. Two days ago, he dropped, I think, three concepts that he'd been trying to pitch to studios that couldn't get picked up. 
Uh, one of them was a game called Dragonflies, where mm -hmm. basically you were a ninja samurai in airships riding dragons, fighting zombies with friends in a PvE feudal punk setting on floating islands. And it like, sounds where was amazing. that game, right? Uh, they, but they pitched it to a lot of publishers, and no one would pick it up. That's because it sounds They're ridiculous. Well, the other one he had <laughs> is a game called Dog Walkers, dog st standing for destructive ordinance on the ground. Uh, it was inspired by World War II tank crew battles. It was a 5v5v5v5 Zoid-looking walkers uh, set in VR. Oh, dude, you just said Zoids to me? Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm in. You want to VR? Here I am. Yeah. All right, Clippy B, let's talk. I got like 20 bucks. Yeah, let's so that's what some of the concept art. I got 14 in my pocket. <laughs> Yeah, but they were Holy they were estimating that those games would have taken a lot more to make, and they needed a, a publisher to fund, and none of the publishers would sign up. That concept art, but is Adam would sign up. Incredible, Man. Cliffy B, you got some ideas, bro. That's awesome. And then the final one he posted was a VR spiritual successor or successor to Tubin. Uh, it was a game oh, called yeah. Donuts, and it was basically Mario Kart on water with animals in VR. Not as crazy about that one. I'm not Zords are way cooler. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not hearing a single thing about that that I don't like, but the Zoids, Yeah, though. that's not for me. Donuts. I mean, it could be fun. It looks like I have to, to, to increase To increase immersion, I would set up in the bathtub. I would play <laughs> in the bathtub. There you go. Then it would be cool, man. Yeah, I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. Live stream it, too. Bathtub VR. <laughs> so it is unfortunate the most to immersed man on Twitch. <laughs> Literally studio. immersed in water. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> There's some serious risks there. Be safe. Nah, uh, you know, I'd, it'd be fine. As long as I'm not toasting toast, toast, oven. Or drying your hair. Hair dryer. That's the one. All right. Anyway, uh, it's it's sad to see any studio shut down. Yeah. This is this is a sad story for sure. Definitely. Uh, especially given that those it seems like they had some really cool ideas they couldn't get funded and the the ones they were able to get out the door just didn't didn't get the traction that mm -hmm. they needed to stay open. It sucks yeah, I also got like one and a half games out. Yeah. That was it. It's one and a half, yeah. yeah. It sucks, to, it sucks to see the like uh, the reaction to studios shutting down because people don't like the figurehead because those are like, there's a bunch of people's jobs. Mm -hmm. Like there's a bunch of people's livelihood. You probably shouldn't mm -hmm. cheer that on even if you don't like one person in the mix. Yeah. Just throw that out there. Yeah, I mean, that, that said, it, it's if you only see one person, it's really easy to associate things with just that one person and then make your judgments based off that one person. Yeah, but that's generalizations. Yeah, but that that's just, it's what people have to like I, grab onto. I get it. It's uh, the same reason that, you know, I think uh, like voice actors are uh, so important to a lot of video games and they focus a lot on the voice actors because that is the one performance you'll be able to see. Mm -hmm. like, See totally. in a game and like be like this this person is yeah, this character. All, all I'm saying is that it's still important to see that there's like a crew of actual people behind the, the machine. I mm -hmm. agree. Yeah. The, the good news, at least, it. is that uh, that all those developers are still based in uh, Raleigh, and so is Epic. Great. So given how Fortnite Battle Royale is going, hopefully hey. they they you know are. Mm -hmm. Bringing people on, and then all those developers can find jobs. It's a very stressful time, though, and it sucks yeah. for them in the interim. Anyway, uh, ending on a low note, I guess. Well, we don't have to end because there's one more news story <laughs> we should that? talk about. Talk Rage about 2 got Rage a proper two. announcement. Hey, Wait, so you're super psyched, psyched about this? No, but we should talk about it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> you're right. 
I hate you. I have to pee so bad. Oh, man. Oh. This is going to be a long time. She was oh, just about to end the thing. I've had to pee for so long. Yeah, I mean, like, we, we kind of knew it was coming. It was part of the Walmart leaks. Yes. But I do have to say there were leaks. a lot of games. Yeah, but I'm it's dying. Good. It kind of, like, makes the rest of that list look pretty credible, almost. Mm. Well, I mean, some of them, like, uh, there's no way Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming this year. Oh, so dude. a lot of it is surprised. still speculative. I will happily also, think it's Just Cause 4, though. Also, Forza Horizon 5. I don't see how Just Cause 4 is going to happen if Avalanche first. is also working on Rage 2. Maybe they made Avalanche I, a lot bigger. I yeah, I mean, uh, it seems like know. a collaborative effort between id and Avalanche, but they released a teaser. They released teaser images, they released a teaser trailer, mm. and then they released a gameplay trailer. Yeah. I, I don't want to say that I'm not excited for it. I think that the teaser trailer really could have rubbed people the wrong way, and I think it did. Everyone that I've talked to has been like, wow, that trailer was so lame and just like seemed like people trying to like reach out to the kids. And it's like, this yeah. sucks. Like a fellow kids. Like a fellow kids <laughs> thing, yeah. But I can, and I can see, it's hard, it's kind of hard to like get the full attitude of the game from a trailer. So I'm, I'm going to sure. reserve my judgment on that. Like it, it seems like they are trying to take that genre or that, sorry, that game and revitalize it with a new theme and sort of like a, a like a punky post-apocalyptic Mad Maxy Mad kind of feel yeah. which yeah, is I mean, a million me, times more interesting to me than the original well the original oh, was yeah. just the original was just like post-apocalyptic just Mad Max like mm -hmm. zombies and mutants and it was was kind of kind of bland yeah based mm -hmm. on the the gameplay trailer that they put out it reminds me of like it took the the Mad Max of of the first rage mushed it together with something like Sunset Overdrive. That's yeah, that's exactly the uh, and then mushed in some Borderlands. Of. Some Borderlands mm -hmm. it has uh, some some definitely some bullet storm. You see them shooting people and the totally. people will fly along with the bullets as you keep putting more bullets into them. So there's some of those physics. Also Mad Max is super apt because Avalanche made the Mad Max game and mm -hmm. they're working on this game. And Mad yeah. Max is a very good game. Uh, so I think there's actually a lot of It is a good game. There's a lot of promising ingredients to this. I know the a, a lot of people are saying why would you make Rage 2? Rage was okay, but no one was asking for this sequel, but this looks like they're taking it and doing some fun things with the property. I never never really got into the first Rage and this one, like the stuff stores come out, got me interested enough to check it out. I, I'm hoping that the final game, like if you if you were to look at Bulletstorm and you'd see these big meat, meaty, big beefy <laughs> meatheads, meat like cursing and just saying like fuck a lot and just be like, oh, I'm a badass. You'd be like, that looks really dumb. But then you actually play it and it's like, it is dumb, but in a really fun way. Mm -hmm. Like, I hope that is what this is. I hope this is really stupid, but still enjoyable and you can get a, a good few laughs out of it, you know? You know what I'm learning today? John gets really serious and really quiet when he has to pee. I it's all you got real tell. One one more news story. My, to talk my about. brain what? has my brain has been just focusing on my bladder. It's dying right now. <laughs> I am a pregnant woman right now. All right. Well, we will let you go to the bathroom. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm happy to, to talk about the Pokemon while we've been recording this. Um, they've been uh, revealing Call of Duty Black Ops Four. How about we talk about that on New Game Plus? Oh, is there any more for you? Yeah, okay. After you. you go pee. Okay. You. So you're, we're going to send you to the bathroom. Good. Uh, we're going to send you to New Game Plus. If you're mm -hmm. a if you're a Rooster Teeth first member, we will have that uh, on the website exclusively for Rooster Teeth first members. If you're not a first member, you can do a free trial and check it out, and then you can see all the stuff about Black Ops Four, and you'll be able to see a chipper, laughy, funny again, able to focus on things besides his bladder, John Reisinger. It's a real selling point. It is. All right. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Is she glitched?